Mornings on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. How you doing? Hello there. Welcome. Good afternoon, everybody. It's the start of the Phillips File. This one for Thursday. That's Thursday, May 17th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever that stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to discuss. We always do. That's what we do around here. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. That's one way to do it. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me on Twitter at RealJim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile. 77031, but on the phones, long distance and toll free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Yes, sir. We'll work off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Let's take a look at the schedule for this afternoon right after the news with Mo. Bonus round of closest to the pin. Your opportunity. To win that You Matter business card that would guarantee you good fortune for the rest of your life, but bad luck if you lose for 24 hours. Jack's audio file today. We'll talk some sports with Pat Clark today. Uh, Regular round of closest to the pin. Talk a little bit with Jim Colbert. Jim Colbert program on Fridays between 3 and 7 on Real Radio. Got So You Want a Winner today. Eddie the Shaman will be dropping by as a lifeline for that. And then wrap up the show by getting our chakras in line, our chi flowing. Always a good way to end a Thursday. So what do we have going on here? Well, I mentioned this yesterday just briefly. Once again, a uh, pat on the back, at least from my perspective, to Orange Osceola State Attorney, Aramis Ayella, who has announced that uh, her office is will no longer ask judges to force those accused of low-level offenses to post bail. And uh, good for her, for her. I've been yakking about this for about a year now. Mm. I just came to the conclusion that uh, that uh, demanding cash bail from many of these people is nothing more than debtor's prison, especially for people who are not a flight risk and who are not a danger to the rest of us. Those those people need to be they need to have a bond set at a very high rate and kept behind bars because they are perceived to be a danger to the rest of us or a danger and a flight risk. We understand that, but. Some of these low-level offenses, uh, and people have to post uh, a cash bond to get out. They're simply charged. They haven't been convicted of anything. They're simply arrested, charged, and are behind bars. And uh, this tears up families. Many of these people, they don't have that kind of money. They don't know anybody who can help them out. So they, in some cases, remain behind bars for weeks, if not, not months, because they can't meet uh, the cash bond requirements. So she says, we're not doing that anymore. It's a poverty penalty 
And she's absolutely correct on that. Good for her. So let's get to the serious news. Besides the uh, volcano in Hawaii, getting ready to... I already thought it blew its top, but now Mo and Pinkman say, no, it's just gathering. It's really getting ready to go. It's getting steamed up. It's getting ready for the finale. Anyway. They had a 30,000-foot smoke plume. That's almost six miles straight up. They had smoke coming out from three for six miles straight up. They also had what's called a lava tube. A lava come, tube. Uh huh. What's like, that? It shoots up a certain amount. Yeah, you know, up straight up like a tube. But the big blow with boulders the size of Volkswagens that has not come yet. But that's supposed to be in the next. All right, so how far are they predicting? How far they this volcano could spit out a a, 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 a boulder? A boulder the size of a Volkswagen? No. I mean, a couple hundred feet. A couple of miles? Could be. Look out. You don't know. All of a sudden, pow, it's right through your roof. Like that Japanese uh, battleship in World War II, the Yakamoto? Yeah, just like the Yakamoto. Who could forget? It sent a two-ton shell 26 miles. Could fire a two-ton shell 26 miles. Poof. So you could be in Claremont, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah, Claremont. Fire off and, uh, what, blast downtown Orlando. Yeah. Right? Right. Sure. Just saying. Now, the big news, of course, I don't know if the news junkie got into this. He usually gets into oh, everything, everything before we do. Damn it. <laughs> news junkie. <laughs> Shaquille oh, O'Neal has put his huge Isleworth mansion up for sale. What? Oh, bro. Yeah. This thing has a 6,000 square foot indoor basketball court. His basketball court is uh, larger than most person's homes, right? Oh, Three times the size twice. of my home, his basketball court. 31,000 square feet of living space. It's a mall. He lives in a mall. And uh, so I was asking earlier when that was brought to my attention in the office, I'm wondering, mm-hmm. in his house, so if you bought his house, would you have to you know, bring in somebody to redo the kitchen because otherwise you'd have to get on a, a step stool to reach up into the cabinets? You get a coffee cup. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I do. I think you do. You know, people who are wheelchair bound and custom build a home, they'll build countertops lower, mm-hmm. you know, and counters and, and cabinets lower. And I'm just wondering the case of Shaquille, who's what, seven, he's seven feet tall, right? Seven mm-hmm. plus, yeah. Whether when he had this house built, he said, well, you know, I'm not looking down into a kitchen cabinet, right? I wanted the kitchen cabinet so it's eye level. So no, I open the to, door, right. I reach in, and they yes. grab the, something from the spice rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would not be able to reach the spice rack. when I, he reaches in for a bottle of spice, it's like reaching in for a thimble. Like a dollhouse. Like he would have to reach in like <laughs> doll stuff. You would be looking through a dollhouse, and you yeah. know, you're looking out the window, and you see his giant eye looking in. <laughs> yeah, hey. that's right. Well, you know, I mean, his hands that are That hand comes tight. reaching in. No, no. <laughs> but just why, yeah, I don't know whether uh, everything is oversized in that house. That bed, you see that bed? That's oversized. Mo, you've seen uh, Shaquille O'Neal's bed, huh? I have, yeah, yes. I have too. Uh huh. It's nice. Are. Oh, really? Plenty That's, of room. Now it's kinky. There's the plenty, three of you? Plenty of room. Oh, sure. This bedroom's and, bigger than most of our houses. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. What was it? 900 square feet just for the bedroom? Just the master bed space. Yeah, master bedroom space. And it's sort of an oval bed. It's not exactly round, but it's it's got to fit his seven-plus-foot frame. Think it spins? I don't think, think it goes around? No. Yes. I bet it does. I don't think it spins. I, I bet, bet it, it does. No, it doesn't Disco spin. ball. Well, he's reading in bed, right? You know, he's reading in bed, and it just Watching goes around. The TV. No, it's facing. He sees this, then no. he goes by these big uh, picture windows that no. look out on Bay Lake or no. whatever the lake is he's on, you know, no. around. No. Nope. Yeah, he can, he can pause it there. Oh, uh, no. Oh, there's a heron. 
Yeah, no. why can't his bed spin? It, why are because you so the TV against is it? this way. Yeah, but what well, if you he's spinning reading? around? Like There's not TV that way. There's he, TV this way. He spins the bed around so he can see the TV. He goes to a commercial uh, break. And he spins it around to, to look, look out, out the, the window. window. <laughs> Who lived there? Was it him or was it his family? Was it his wife? Because I don't know. I have no idea. Because if his wife lived there, you figure things might be all like normal size for the rest of us. Well, that's a good question, too. Because the kids. Because it's that, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, because you have the friends, visitors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The now, to us, they're probably still big. You know, they might be six one six two, but to him, they're, you know. Little like people. Shrimp. <laughs> he thinks we're all little people. Probably. We are, we are seen as little people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who have been inside Shaquille O'Neal's home texting Real Mobile, 77031, saying everything is normal size. I don't believe it. No, so you're telling me that he has to brush his teeth and squat down to get to the sink? Thank you. Because if the sink is normal, that I could spit in the sink, right? He's got to... Maybe he doesn't brush his teeth. Yeah, no. He has a very nice smile. He must brush his teeth. Maybe he has someone that brushes his teeth for him Boom. and then spits for him. Wait, who's on a step stool? Because yes. the person can't reach his teeth. Correct. Oh, my God. I no. Think you're right. I think, yeah. Exactly. You can, you can see it on YouTube. He was on MTV Cribs. Well, he's filthy rich. Oh. But, how- I mean, if you did, didn't design your home with something, you know, so he, he designs, home. tell me when it's finished. And he walks in there and says, oh, crap. I didn't, damn it. I didn't think about raising the level of the sink. Even tall people that I know that are not that super oversized tall. Think what about, about the door jams? He's got to have it bigger. A little bit his. wider. No. What's the, what's the, what do you call it, the thing that crosses? Yeah, the, you know, you got the door jams on the side. What, what's that it? header thing? Yeah. yeah. You think that's, he built that? Yes. Or does he, he have to duck all the time? No. He's not building a house that he has to duck. He's making it like arched or oversized this way. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. I, I know, know that. What does he want for this joint? $28 million. <sighs> That's a steal. No, it's pretty big. It's How much? a huge house. Well, you know I what? I don't know. It's I mean, I don't than... know. I mean, I think people must look at $28 million. I don't need a basketball court. Most people don't need a basketball court. What else has he got in there? He's got a humidor, a bar made out of mahogany, eh, okay, a right. urinal in the master bathroom. I don't like that at all. Oh, oh, yeah, in the yeah, master yeah. bathroom, he's got a urinal. That's a good time. Uh, yeah. that, now, That's there's weird, something, right? something weird looking about that. You know, not to, not so much that it's a urinal, but if you can have a urinal, have it a little bit more customized as opposed to something that you'd see here on the fourth floor. It's not a YMCA. It's I'm got sure the it's thing, very fancy. The porcelain urinal. and the no. pipes and the this. It's mm. got to be a. It's got to no, be a high end finish. Urinal. It should be. It I've should been be. in a high end bathroom where they have a, a, a urinal in it, and the only thing that made it special it was black porcelain instead of normally you see white. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's I'm telling gold. you right now, you can find it right Ooh. now that there are custom urinals out there where most people where they saw this. What is that? And that thing looks like he you know ripped it out of the old uh, you know. Arena. YMCA what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a YMCA urinal. No. Take a look at it. I don't really want to see it. It's just a urinal. I don't like the looks Ooh, of it anyway. Ooh, I found one made out of a uh, tuba. That looks nice. A tuba urinal? Mm-hmm. Oh, now I got to roll over just to look at a stupid tuba urinal. It was. It was in Leonard uh, Bernstein's ah! uh, Park Avenue <laughs> oh, apartment in goodness. New York. <laughs> it, it might be a sousaphone, actually. <laughs> I'd mm. be into that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, anything. <laughs> They've got one that looks like a flower. Of course. Instead of a, just an industrial, oh. 
Something that you can find in, <laughs> That's you know, girls. <laughs> got to go to the men's room at Home Depot. Ew. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mean so my, you know, just I hold know it until you, you get home. Can I have the that... keys? Can I have the keys, please? Can I get the keys? And you, you go there. And, yeah, that's what he's got in there. Yeah. Like at a gas station? Spent zillions and billions of dollars on a house. And, he, yeah. see, and he's like a shell station. You know, he's got, got a the... condom machine in there, too. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that Crap. Gonna check up the news. Here's Mo. Jim, today we start out in the US, but we start out all the way out west in Hawaii. And I will tell you that they are now telling residents of the Big Island mm. to take shelter because there is a thirty thousand foot ash eruption. Uh, of uh, smoke and ash that has spewed into the air above uh, the Kilauea volcano today. That wind could carry the ash plume as far as the Big Island's largest city, Hilo. And now the civil defense folks out there have issued an alert, and it simply is five words. Protect yourself from ash fallout. So that's it. Look out for ash. Look out for smoke. They have evacuated some areas there. How hard do you think it would be to get a radio job in Hawaii? Ooh. Not getting a job itself, but all the pronunciation of the, you know, you think. Yeah, you know, oh, say my all that God. Stuff. Yeah. I know. You got to be local. It's very specific. Yeah. Some of that stuff. Or just practice. Kilauea. Kilauea. See? See? I Sorry. can't do it. The Kilauea. volcano so far. Kilauea. Kilauea, ma. Kilauea, brother. Oh, yeah, brother. Kilauea is real. What? Aloha, Kalua. Mahalo. Oh, Mahalo's good. Spam. Uh, Omaha. The volcano has destroyed 37 homes and other structures. Uh, it's in the, if the island is sort of, if you picture a clock, it's in the southeast quadrant of that, you know, 4 to 6 p.m. kind of thing. Oh. Uh, the lava well, is. 6 would be south. So. Well, it's that, so, that yeah, corner, you, you know, five. 3 to 6, that yeah, corner quadrant. 5.30 maybe. All right, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Go, go, go 3.30 to 5.30, Mo. All right, 3.30 to 5.30. Good. Kilauea has. Although they call it one of the most active volcanoes yeah. in the world, they last experienced explosive eruptions in 1924. Now they say when this thing does blow, and it should, this should happen soon, it's supposed to haul, hurl what they call ballistic blocks the size of refrigerators. And here's the distance more than half a mile. Cool. But I the mean, smaller cool. size projectiles and debris yeah, could go up to 12 miles. Whoa. Get out. A dozen uh. miles, it says. Yeah. Can't they put a big net over it? No. Burns up. Burns up. Burns through yeah. it. Mm. Volcano net, brother. Yeah, like an asbestos net, brother. A Kevlar net. Oh, yeah. yeah. A Kevlar asbestos. I'm still trying to track what's going on in New Jersey. Aren't we all? Easy. For years. Easy. So I know. Yeah, yeah. There was a school bus crash this morning. It smacked into a dump truck, or the dump truck smacked into it. How you doing? The kids were on the way to a class trip. Uh, it was fifth graders, so 10 or 11-year-old kids on the bus. Dump truck. Yeah. 
Hey, and we, unknown, we got nothing to do with this. You know? Unknown number of kids yeah, were on the bus. Hey. And, yeah, you know, this guy who runs a dumpster. Exactly. Yeah. Waste management. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, we're legit. You know what I'm Bunch saying? Bunch of victims sent to the hospital. The you bus- know what those bodies are doing back in there? Some of the pictures <laughs> I saw were horrific. The bus yeah. was on its side on the median. <laughs> the front end was sheared off. Nobody knows exactly yet how many kids were taken to the hospitals in the area. But the mayor of this little—it's New Jersey, everybody. This is not Central Florida. It's New Jersey. We're talking about. Don't get crazy. Little town called Mount Olive. How you doing? Uh, It's. uh, They think it's the Paramus School District. Uh, Anyway, I'll keep you up to date on what the deal is with that. Now, closer to home, up but still in the school department, Mm. up in Ocala, which is Marion County, Florida. The superintendent there says a science teacher should be fired. This what? science teacher got students to help him kill two raccoons. What? Oh, yeah. The district is appalled by the actions of this teacher who so far has not been identified. Where the teacher come from? is at a high school, Forest High in Ocala. Wait, were they going to dissect them next? No, the what teacher is accused do? of drowning the raccoons by Why? trapping them in metal cages and submerging them in a trash can filled with water. Okay. Oh, now, teachers, by and large, are fairly smart. Are wonderful, yeah. And human beings, by and large, but, you know... Isn't that little thing go off in your head like, geez, maybe I ought to check with somebody before I go ahead and do this. Drown them. Put them in a box and submerge them in a trash can with water. Hey, Johnny, you think this will be okay if I drown these raccoons? What do you think? I'll get in trouble? I guess you're probably good. It's a harmless experiment. And guess, well, no, it's not. And there's cell phone video of it, so we know it happens. The fish and wildlife people aren't happy. Department of Health is investigating. And the school board superintendent says, you should be fired. Mm. He got students to help him. He didn't want to do it himself, so he gets the kids in the high school science class to help him drown wreck. What is the point of it? What are you trying to uh, teach probably people? no problem. They're playing all those video games, violent yeah. video gr- games. Probably easy for them. They don't I blame Seminole County for this. How is it Seminole County? Because fault? they have a rule. They're not going to help you remove your raccoon. So what was I to do? Oh, wait. We're talking about the teacher? Yes. Never mind. A judge will decide whether Floridians can legally sp- smoke medical marijuana or not. Uh, A couple of years back, voters in Florida decided medical marijuana could be legal in the state. But then the lawmaker said, oh, but you can't take medical marijuana by smoking it. You can only take it in a pill form or a gummy or something. Darn right. So now we want we're going to be a dick because we can. Guess who has stood up and is protesting this dick move? John Uh, Morgan. Yes. Really? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Shocker. Right. It was his efforts that helped get this thing passed in the first place. And now he's suing to give patients a choice how they consume their medical marijuana. He says for those with chronic pain, smoking it alleviates their suffering more quickly. And Central Florida drivers are being warned to be very careful on I-4, especially where the construction is, basically all of it. Yeah. Yeah. The heavy rain the past couple of days. It's not fun driving on that road. No. No. And if something happens to your car, like a flat, they're not paying you so fast, if at all. But I had one a few uh, weeks ago because of uh, stuff that what? was associated with the In your wife's car, right? Yeah. The, she had a flat in her car? Uh-huh. Yeah. Big old hunk of something, you right, know. Something you, got in that's the... right under one of the overpasses. Mm-hmm. It's that, 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 I mean, Oops. you can figure it out. Yep. The heavy rain, though, has made it even a bigger problem because now there are dips and there's flooding in certain places, and it could happen again today and the end of the weekend. Mm. Uh, it's really, <laughs> the FDOT says, oh, it's really bad in construction zones. What they don't mention is it's all a construction zone. Uh, you mentioned, yeah, exactly. right? I mean, seriously. Yeah, it's 50 miles of construction. Mm-hmm. Now deal with it. What do you want yeah. us to do? <laughs> right. Then uh, it's only We're not going to be- do anything. It's nope. only between Deltona and Ponciana. Mm-hmm. 
You don't like it? Take 441. <laughs> see how that works out for you. Prosecutors here in Orange and Osceola counties will no longer ask judges to force those accused of nine low-level offenses to post bail. Good. State Very attorney good. Aramis Ayala called it a poverty penalty, and she's ending it. But she says poor defendants can't afford to pay. So she's listed nine charges, which would cover, and it goes into effect June 1st. It penalizes poor people. We talked about it yesterday when it broke. The and debtor's now, prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The judge typically would decide whether to set a bail amount, which is when prosecutors or defense attorneys step in and argue for higher or lower amounts, depending I don't care on who the case. It is, and she'll uh, face some competition, some challengers for the state attorney's office, but nobody's. I don't think anybody's going to run... With a uh, with a campaign, let me let's return uh, cash bail to for poor people. It's no. just not no, good mm-hmm. move. You know that uh, the airport's under construction as well. What? Yeah. Uh, again, you know they're expanding and expanding. Hey, hey. Hey, no, it's not a problem. But JetBlue <laughs> is the leading contender to anchor that new South Terminal. Ooh. That word came yesterday from the Orlando Aviation Authority, which says JetBlue expects to eventually increase its departures from 63 now to 100. Oh, yeah. As a result, they're expanding <laughs> the number of gates available to JetBlue, so it looks like JetBlue's going to be a big tenant down there. Miami Beach is taking action to minimize wildlife problems within the city limits. Yesterday, the city commission gave tentative approval to increase a fine if they catch you with livestock, livestock or dangerous animals. <laughs> that follows recent incidents in which, remember this story, a woman in a bikini rode a horse through a club on South Beach? Uh, that was a while back. And a Miami-Dade high school prom Yahoo, featured a caged tiger. That's no good either. So they're trying to limit all of that. <laughs> all right, let me take a little break. Yeah. More news with Mo. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. We'll get the food. We'll get the birthdays. We'll get all that good stuff. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. One of those shepherd slings. I'll get back to you on that later. Yeah, let's get back to the news, the birthdays, the food, all that good stuff. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at four. Here's Mo. Okay, today, May 17th, 2018. Today is Cherry Cobbler Day. That's a good time. Scoop of vanilla ice cream on it. Oh, you would. That's with the crisscross, right? Yeah, crisscross. Mm, Any cobbler, I think, is crisscross. No, it doesn't have to be crisscross. No, that's cherry pie otherwise. What? I think it's cherry pie otherwise. No. What if you don't have anything on top of it? Cobbler, they just throw dough on top of it and bake it. So it's in little pieces of It can be something. either like little balls of dough or fully covered. Yeah, we've dough. talked about this before. Mm. So what yeah. if you have crisscross on top? Lattice. That's a lattice. Top. I mean, you could do cobbler that way, but I like it's it. not I think it's better looking. Done that way. Well, I don't care. All right, fine. Looking so I know we're not together on Friday, but I ha- I, got, I can't resist tomorrow's what food. What do you got? Cheese souffle. Yum. I don't Very, think I've ever had that. So good. Cheese souffle. I don't think I've ever had a cheese souffle. Mm, Chocolate. Chocolate souffle. Chocolate souffle. Dessert souffle, certainly. But anyway, tomorrow's cheese souffle. Some Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier souffle. Tomorrow. I mean, uh, Saturday, Jim. Yeah. Saturday is Devil's Food Cake Day. That's always a good time. So good, right? So there are two desserts. Cherry Cobbler today. Saturday, Devil's Food Cake. And then we go back to a French option. Yeah, what do you got? uh, On Sunday, Quiche Lorraine. Which is, quiche is always good. Yeah. I OD'd on quiche in the 80s. When? Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm. There are a couple of things that were going on in the 80s that uh, quiche, mm-hmm. uh, 70s into the 80s. Okay. Um, Forget uh, it then. Fondue. And, then, but, and, the, and the game that everybody was into all the time. The one that. Reveal on our big show, suit. 
No, 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 no. No, no, with the oh. with the buttons you moved around. It comes out of the Middle East. What's that? What's it called? Mancala. Oh no, 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 no. Um, you know what I'm saying? Backgammon. Backgammon. Everybody was into backgammon. I know. Everybody was into backgammon. All right. Well, not take a little break. Have a little fun. Do. <laughs> and some Jump peace. in the tub. Yeah, sure. Listen. <laughs> uh, the lines. Back to the news, please. Florida Power and Light customers are getting more money back. In a settlement that goes before the Public Service Commission, the utility, FPNL, has agreed to refund $28 million for costs associated with the hurricane in 2016, Hurricane Matthew. The average customer gets a one-time credit on their bill of a whopping $3.18. Oh, boy. Now, $6 million of it uh, is what they called over-recovery charges. Anyway, so look for that $3 credit on your bill. Mm. Uh, The head of FEMA... The emergency management folks say 70% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck and don't have the money to plan for a hurricane or other disaster. Hey, most people are just what, a one paycheck, paycheck away, away from, from living under the disaster. Right. Uh, the guy who's in charge of FEMA spoke at the governor's hurricane conference down in West Palm yesterday, and he asked people to do a couple of things. Prepare your home, buy food and supplies for a three to five day period. Uh, but then he said, for most people, that's unrealistic. They don't have the money to put that mon- stuff aside. Yeah. Uh, so you need to rethink about this preparation advice, telling people who can't afford to put food on the table today to put food aside for the hurricane season. I got a bad feeling about not this realistic. hurricane season. Uh-oh. What? Oh, no. I just no. got a bad feeling. I mean, it's just the weather's changed so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. things are going on. I don't know if that's super bad news for Florida, but I think it's a hurricane season. We have some, had some bad hurricanes. That's true. A that Houston it. hurricane. Oh. Mm-hmm. And people have moved back to that area. Well, some areas of Puerto Rico you still can't move back to. Oh, that's just it, a, that's that's a disgrace. Did you see the Frontline episode on Puerto Rico? I did. It's an absolute disgrace. It was yeah. just it, it led in it was a it was a disgrace leading into a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> but they still have they I got think, schnooked. That island got that that Commonwealth got schnooked got by the banking industry. Yeah, yeah. The uh, but they still have people without power. Yet the the contracts for the guys repairing the power is supposed to expire in a week, mm-hmm. and they still have places without power. Right. And hurricane season starts again soon. next week or two weeks. Now, one guy uh, on his own with the with the with the truck repairing the the, yeah. the power lines. I go, dude, what are that. you doing? Seems dangerous. Yeah, that's he says true. he didn't know anything. He said, hey, you got to do it, you know. He's, that's uh-huh. what I do for my neighbors. And he's up there, you know, with the clippers and the this and the Bought that. a bucket truck and oh, taught oh. himself how to. Talk about YouTube University. Oh, taught right. himself how to repair power lines. Yesterday, oh. uh, Jim, the president allegedly referred to illegal immigrants as animals. Well, there's more to the story. In a Capitol briefing today, Nancy Pelosi is denouncing that comment, of course, I saying... She wonders if, you know, what our president is thinking half the time he opens his yap. He was um, referring you know. to MS-13, I believe, in that well, particular okay. case. And right. this is one of those cases where he says something and we can parse his words and this way and that jump way. on him. But I think in this particular case, you know, he was referring to MS-13. Gang, gang I'd rather members. mess around with the mafia than he MS-13. He calls them animals. Yeah, at. okay. At uh, least with the mafia, you can say, please, not in the face. And they, okay. Yeah, they want to make it quick. Respect your mother. You know what I'm saying? MS-13 um, will take your face I off. Don't. A mariachi band will perform before a Manha- for a Manhattan attorney who was caught on camera complaining about people around him speaking Spanish. You seen this? A GoFundMe page has <laughs> oh, been started yeah. to raise money to send this mariachi band to the uh, offices of the attorney. Dickhead. On the page, they say they'll sing Spanish songs to cheer up his staff. <laughs> 
His law firm is being inundated, you know. Uh, Yeah, they say they're going to respond to his hate with music and send the mariachis up there. Uh, It shows him threatening to call immigration and complaining about workers at a cafe near his office. Speaking Spanish. Linda Ronstadt over there. Belt out a couple of tunes. I know, but you know. Well, just play her CD really loud, Lee. You get those big sombreros, you know, and yeah, the whole sure. spangles, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, Three Amigos. We play for tips. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's a fine-looking Western outfit. Uh-huh. I like it. Today, Jim, is the International Day of Against Homophobia. Cuantos pistoles. Si. Tengo do, dos pistoles. Pistoles grandes. Si, muy big bien. guns, yeah. Uh-huh. Gracias. Okay, today is the 2018 International <laughs> Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and by phobia, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo released a statement marking the occasion. In the statement, Pompeo says human rights are universal and LGBT people are entitled to the same respect, freedoms, and protections yeah. as everyone else. Tell now, that to Vice President Pence. The Trump administration... Is taking part in this too? Uh, no. Trump administration, of course, including the vice president and the president, have been accused by some human rights groups of turning a blind eye to the rights of LGBT people. The vice president's a homophobe. There's no question about that in my mind. Oh, yeah. Isn't he one God, of the things you can... God, he's a Lickspittle sicko fan, isn't he? What pray a brown the, Isn't he a he pray is. the gay away guy? He's, he, uh, he's just... Isn't he? I think he is. I think he is, too. A New York court case... Uh, now, a New York court, a judge says the former Apprentice contestant, Summer Zervos, uh, can go ahead with her case against Donald Trump. Zervos is accusing the president of making defamatory remarks about her after he allegedly groped her in a hotel room. The president has denied the groping... Uh, I don't know about the defamatory part of it. The state appeals court rejected a bid by Trump's lawyers to pause the case. The court said no, that is allowed to proceed. Uh, TMZ is reporting that the half-sister of royal wedding bride Meghan Markle is now another one in the hospital after a car crash here in Florida. Her name is Samantha Grant. The boyfriend, I guess, told uh, TMZ that they were driving near a toll booth uh, earlier this week when he swerved to avoid hitting a photographer who veered out in front of him to get a picture. He says their vehicle crashed into a concrete barrier and Samantha suffered a broken ankle and a fractured knee. It's mm. not known where in Florida this happened, although she is listed as having a home or something in my or on Twitter. I guess she says she's in Miami and on Facebook. She says she's in Miami Beach. Well, she was on Pierce Morgan two days ago That's and right. they listed her as being in Orlando. She was a satellite oh, remote from Orlando. Uh huh. I think she so. lives in. Maybe she was headed home on the turnpike. That's a half sister. A half sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Backstreet Boys. I know they are one of your favorites, and they are back again. Backstreet's back. All, All right. right. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for joining right. in. Yeah. Uh, Backstreet uh, Boys dropped their new single today. Yeah, yeah. We got it. But it's called <laughs> "Don't Go Break in My Heart." By Elton John. Well, that's what and, I thought. And it's Kiki like, D. I don't know. Are they covering it? I don't They're know. Break in my heart. Maybe. You know, when they say, they don't say they release singles now, Jim. They say they drop a yeah, single. Yeah, they drop them. They yeah. drop the record. Yeah, they drop it. Drop See, they're it. not even records anymore. But no, now they're, they're records not. again. It's their first, well, I don't know. They're they're dropping their single. I don't know about the rest of the album. Oh, we got it somewhere. It's we'll their first it. release. The radio station. We have to have it. In five years. It's their first release of any kind it. since. Uh, trust us. We're probably the only radio station that doesn't have it. They dropped a new single. We have to have it. Don't go breaking my heart. Breaking. It's not breaking. Breaking. I think it's breaking. It says breaking here. Is this it? Oh, don't mm-hmm. go breaking my heart. Oh, yeah. I got mixed emotions. Did I finally find me a river that could lead me out to the ocean? Because I've only ever known the kind of love that leaves you battered and broken. So forgive me for my mixed emotions. 
Yeah, yeah. Aerosmith case, great music came oh, to wait, an end no, in 1988. Pick it up. Go. I got to get some more news in there. We'll play this later. Oh, okay. I'm playing this file. No, no, it's really, it, it's going to pick up. Yeah. Yeah. It's picking up. It's picking up. Stop. They haven't released anything new since 2013. And Thank they re- God. Backstreet wait, they Boys released something then? In, in thir- <laughs> Stop playing this. Don't go breaking my heart. See, there it is. Don't go breaking my heart. Okay, look. They have also new tour dates announced as well. I will probably get you one for your birthday. Uh-uh. Uh, I want no. acid. One LSD. Oh, right, right. Sorry, I forgot about that. For the concert? No. <laughs> That's a good combo. Acid and the Backstreet Boys all I in one. What a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go with this. I'm, uh-huh. I'm serious. I'm telling you right now. I was now. thinking about that, though. If you have, so you have a therapist who is going to accompany you on your trip or your journey. Therapist guide, yeah. If you're whatever. paying them by the hour, that that could be a four, five, six, seven hour experience. So? Mm. I'm, I'm just saying, if they charge a lot per hour, I don't know. I have no idea what they charge. Oh. Name name the price. I mean, there's a price that I wouldn't pay. Mm-hmm. Pinkman and I will do it. $1,000. No, yeah. I want a qualified guide. Hello. I want a therapist. We can do it. someone in the medical community. Yeah, we'll wear robes and carry yeah. staffs. Spirit guide, brother. Mm. We know how to talk you away from a bad trip into a good trip, dog. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good the enough. two of them? No. Yeah, we'll I'll tell break. you after it's over with. Uh-uh. Confront the monster. Man. Man. You got to confront the monster. You have yeah. to confront the monster. Why are you here, dude? You can't run away from the monster. Kensington Palace has released a statement, Jim, saying. Uh, I can get the acid. The acid's, uh, you know, the LSD's not the problem. The problem is finding somebody who can get you through this. I think Bakeman and I can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't trust them, do you? No. No. Uh, right. Yeah. Plus, we play some awesome tunes. Can't even yeah. get us through the Backstreet afternoon. Boys. Yeah. Right, listen. Oh. Yeah. Jim, just relax, man. Just sit back. They already talk too much. I'm going on a bad trip now. You're going on a bad trip. Oh, boy, you'll jump off the building after all. Yeah, you're like Art Linkletter's daughter. There was a statement issued. Get issue. some handcuffs. Get the connections. Never mind. Oh, boy. A, station issue, a statement issued from Meghan Markle today on the, head, uh, the uh, letterhead of Kensington Palace. Saying, quote, sadly, comma, my father will not be attending our wedding. I've always cared for my father. Hope he can be given the space he needs to focus on himself. And she thanked everyone who's offered generous messages of support. And she is, of course, and Harry looking forward to sharing their special day on Saturday. So the father is officially not coming to the wedding. Uh, we have a big parade. What's the what's yeah. the itinerary? Do we know? Starts at 7. Well, I, I thought it started at 4 a.m. Oh, well, maybe coverage That's does. That's the lead I don't up. Think they do. Like yeah. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I might have to get up earlier then. So what are they going to do? I mean, is there a big par- what, what do they have? Or is there a parade after? Where, Every channel what has different coverage, I guess. I don't care. I just want to know what I want to know. Oh, look, I'll get you a schedule. I'll get all of the latest details on Monday when you guys talk about it. You're not going to watch? Not a oh a second. Not not a not, not a an interest. I think not I read someplace or heard somewhere where they're driving away in an Aston Martin. Yes, could be. And they'll be in an open carriage for part yeah. of the oh, ride. And he's going to read that note again from his from her uh, half-brother and hit that eject button. Oh, boy. Foo! Yeah. <laughs> oh, you it? think it's the one they, they made for James Bond? <laughs> Not bad, huh? I like it. Uh, oh, rim shot! <laughs> oh, boy. An eject button. I don't know if you know who rapper... Uh, That's T- what I said, everybody, an eject button. Eject. I don't know if you know who rapper T.I. is. Maybe oh, you're a fan. come on. Okay, fine. Please. Rapper, Doesn't everybody? <laughs> rapper T.I. was arrested in Georgia yesterday on charges of disorderly conduct, trying to get into his own house. I warned him. 
He was also arrested for not only disorderly, but public drunkenness and simple assault. He he actually got back in the early morning. I mean, really, either late at night, early in the morning, if you know what I mean, to this gated community in Atlanta where he lives, and he didn't have his keys. So he had to go. Where is Miss Yarvis? Miss Yarvis and Seema Delamay. Yeah. Um, He had the guard at the front of the gated community call his house and talk to his wife and let him in, (laughs) confirming he should be there. Indeed, the wife did. But then an argument ensued between the rapper and the security guard. Well, T.I.'s attorney says the guard refused him to let let him in. They say it was unjustified. And the police wrongfully chose to end the situation with arrest. So he was arrested after getting into a fracas with the uh, security guard outside of his own home. Oops. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. First world problems. Oh, you know, I should have mentioned this, but when I'm talking about the wedding, um, I forgot. Elton John will be performing at the wedding. Handle in the wind. Points. I don't know. He's uh, been very close. Break in my heart. Points. Oh. Crocodile been, rock. Points. He's been very close Rocket to the wind. Points. That's a good one. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! He's been very close to the family for a very long time. He's the one, of course, who sank Candle in the Wind, uh, a tribute to Princess Diana at her funeral. It's unclear Aww. if he will be performing at Saturday's church ceremony or... Oh, that was that was some pageantry. Ooh. Yeah. That was a tearjerker. He may perform at the ceremony. He may perform at the reception Carried later on. Carried her coffin down the street. Remember the card? Mummy or mum? Yeah, yeah, was mum. it mummy or mum? Yeah. Mummy, I mummy, think. Mummy, plural, yeah. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. And then them carrying the coffin out of the cathedral and the music. Following Good God open. almighty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. They almost dropped that coffin, you know. Who did? The honor guard. Oof. Well, how? Oh, how did that happen? News. Because I think it was all... I think it was all metal lead i mean it was just heavy. super 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 happy having it when they walk in they've got those hobnail boots on when they walk into the cathedral they're on that slick tile or stone oh, yeah, marble or whatever yeah yeah they had a practice mm. can you imagine no be like the ayatollah Ayl- remember when he popped, when he popped out of the coffin yeah. when the ayatollah Ayl- Khamenei died mm-hmm. the thousands are carrying him through the streets of tehran and pops out of there yeah it was almost like he was crowd surfing they were crowd surfing with the coffin right and so the coffin is going down you the street. You couldn't help it. I mean, yeah, when you saw that, I mean, be honest. You laughed? Just a little. Did you know? You weren't supposed to. No, you certainly I not. mean, you know, it was the Ayatollah, Send your however. nasty words to Jim Phillips. I mean, it was, it was the Ayatollah. I know. He's a you bad know, dude. You, bad didn't have dude. A lot, you didn't have a lot of love for the Ayatollah. But, you know, all right, he passes, thousands of people mourning, and then the lid comes loose and mm. pops out of there. His arm fell out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I laughed. Oh, well, that's wrong. I, I, I know, wrong. but I still laughed. At least I'm honest. Okay. And a, uh, so about, a second extended trailer has been, it's, it's all over the place. A second extended trailer has been released for the upcoming documentary about Whitney Houston. The, the preview released yesterday shows concert footage, home movies, interviews of Whitney. Uh, it debuts mm. July 6th and is set to discuss not only her musical talent, but also her personal life. When's that John Travolta miniseries starting? He's playing no. John Gotti. Oh, that's a good fit, Ooh. I think. I don't. It don't. looks a little, it looks, uh, yeah, there's a resemblance. Mm-hmm. You put on some weight? He's got the, you know, slick chopped. back hair. Yeah. You know, he's got the, you know, you can always tell, yeah, it's John Travolta, okay. But mm. yeah, he's got, he's got, he's, he's got it together. Does he? Yeah, John Gotti. Oh. Uh, I believe general release is in June. Oh, June. Is it June. TV or is it on screen? Uh, it's a film on screen. Oh, is it really? June 15th. I'm not going to see that. I'll wait for it. On oh, come on. Pay-per-view. Look at this. Oh, Joe Pesci's going to be in it. What? Really? Yeah, that's worth going to see just for that. I'll be damned. 
Tell you what. Who's he playing? I'm not sure. Let me let me find out for you. Joe Pesci. What was John Gotti's nickname? What do they call him, Jack? You're you're tied into all those guys. Teflon Don. Was Boys. it Teflon Don? Yes. Because they could make nothing stick on that guy. Yeah, until later. See you later. I know. Up the river with you. Uh-huh. Happy, happy birthday. Who to sent him there? Mm. Comey? Or was it uh, Giuliani? Yeah, I thought it was Giuliani. Might have been. Next. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for you to finish up I know, this we're just yeah. straight yeah. of consciousness. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. We're happy- waiting for you to start talking. That's when we know to start. That's correct. Uh, happy, happy birthday today to Craig Ferguson. He's Scottish. He's not British. I, well, is he? I don't I know. I always liked him. Craig. He is British, I guess. He's part yeah. of the Commonwealth. He's, Scottish. He's 58. Scottish. Isn't Scotland? I don't know. Isn't that part of the UK? Whatever. Yes. Yeah, he is. He's very British, but he's Scottish. But what did you say? Uh, you, don't say you don't say that to somebody from Scotland. No, he's Scottish. You don't yeah, say you're British. No, but he's in the Commonwealth. He's, yeah. a, he's part of the big he's picture. part of Great Britain, right? The United Kingdom. The uh, United Kingdom. Punch right. you. Then they'll go for a Whopper Junior. Oh, that's true. How old 58. is Craig Ferguson? 60. I don't know, 59. Jim, 56. Oh! <laughs> what a great weekend. Mm-hmm. How about Bob Saget? I know who he is. I know. <sighs> Just saying. I think, I, I think I'll pass. Oh. I'm going to pass. Bob Saget? I'm a gentleman. All right, good. Thank you. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to guess 61. Nope. I'm going to guess 62. On the dot. Ah! <laughs> you didn't even give him a, con- a courtesy year. No, Pinkman, never. Oh, okay. What? What? How rude. It's going to be a great weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Yeah. Jack got it down. Did you know, boss? Yes. Uh huh. And finally, the lead singer from Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor. Oh, Jack. pretty hate machine. Let's see. He's going to be at, I'm going to go double nickel 55. Too high. Too high. Too high. That's your hint. Oh, I can do it. Then I can. <laughs> If I could help Jack, go low, go if low. I went high, but then, no, go then I could squeeze it Go up. for the points. I'll go 56. Oh, wrong way, Bob. Wait, what'd you say? He said 55. I said 56. What uh, do you want to do? 54, I guess. He's younger, right? Yeah, Pinkman, you should have given a courtesy here. He's 53. No, oh, yeah. Pinkman gets you, the Trent. point. And... I help you guys all the time. That's all I try and do. I give, I give, I give. Oh, please. That's the lottie dog. Just call me more. When we come back, it'll be a bonus round of closest to the pin. What we'll do right now is clear the lines. We'll pick one of you at random, and you will play against Pinkman. If you win, you get that You Matter business card that guarantees you good fortune for the rest of your life. Of course, remember, if you lose bad luck for 24 hours, all upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From and now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Let's see if Stephen can pick up good fortune for the rest of his life. Life? What? Yeah, Stephen defeats Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. He will receive that You Matter business card that guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. Stephen also knows, however, lose bad luck for 24 hours. To what degree? I don't know. I just don't know. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll go to the soundproof booth, we'll bring mm-hmm. you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap. Stephen, how are you today? I'm good, and you? Uh, very well, Stephen. Okay, I got 10 questions for you, including the infamous 
crow question on the end. I need your answer. Speak clearly, loudly into the phone. All right, good luck to you. A countdown, keep score for Stephen. Sure, in three, two, one, begin. Stephen, the royal wedding is now just days away, but the movie called The Royal Tenenbaums was released in what year? 74. Angelica Houston was in that movie. How old is Angelica Houston? She is 81. Houston auditioned for the role of Betsy in the movie Taxi Driver. That movie came out in what year? 65. In minutes, how long is the movie Taxi Driver? 98. Taxi was a successful sitcom on TV. It ran for how many episodes? 64. Actor Judd Hirsch was one of the stars on Taxi. How old is Judd Hirsch? 61. Hirsch played the role of Ben in the movie Sharknado 2, the second one, that came out in what year? 2004. Speaking of Ben's, the late actor Ben Johnson won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in the movie called The Last Picture Show that came out in what year? 1938. Actor Jeff Bridges was in that movie. How old is Jeff Bridges? Oh, man. He's 62. Get it within 25, you'll win outright. If Jeff Bridges was a crow in Los Angeles, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Barstow, California? 129. Time. Hold on. 129. All Got right. it. Yeah. There we go. And here comes Mr. Pinkman. The dice are ready. We're just waiting for Mr. Pinkman to throw them bones. Mm-hmm. Exciting to determine his handicap. Mr. Pinkman, we set your handicap at... 18. And whatever you roll, we'll take that number off of there, okay? And that'll be your handicap. So here you go. Roll those dice. Let's hear it, baby. We call it math. What do you got this? A six. That's a 12-second ah. handicap. Ten Easy questions way. for you, including the crow question. Are you ready? Yes. Countdown for Pinkman, please. Certainly. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky, the royal wedding now just days away, but the movie called The Royal Tenenbaums released in what year? 2001. Angelica Houston was in that movie. How old is Angelica Houston? 70. Houston auditioned for the role of Betsy in the movie Taxi Driver that came out in what year? 1979. In minutes, how long is the movie Taxi Driver? 123. Taxi was a successful sitcom on TV. It ran for how many episodes? Uh, 127. Actor Judd Hirsch was one of the stars on Taxi. How old is Judd Hirsch? 63. Hirsch played the role of Ben in the movie Sharknado 2, the second one, that came out in what year? Uh, 2011. Speaking of Ben's, the late actor Ben Johnson won an Oscar for Best Actor in the movie called The Last Picture Show that came out in what year? 1989. Actor Jeff Bridges was in that movie. How old is Jeff Bridges? 73. Get it within 25, you went out right if Jeff Bridges was a crow in Los Angeles, his birthplace. You would have to fly how many miles to reach Barstow, California? 67. Time. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Let's score this. Oh, no. What? <laughs> the Royal Tenenbaums released in what year? Steven said. Uh, 1974. Oh, boy. Uh, 2001. It was 2001, right on the money. Right on oh, the yeah. dot. Pinky, you have a mm. strong start there. Angelica Houston in that movie. How old is Angelica Houston? Steven said. 81. Pigman. 70. She's 65. All right. Oh, yeah. Houston auditioned for the role of Betsy in the movie Taxi Driver. Uh, I think Sybil Shepard played that uh, role when it came out. Wow. That movie came out in what year, Stephen said? 65. Pinkman. 79. 19. 
76. Oh, Pinkman up 4 nothing. In minutes, how long is the movie Taxi Driver, Steven said? 98 minutes. And Pinkman. 114. You said one. For, no, how, I'm sorry, 123. It's 114. It is 114. Sorry, uh, I was go. looking at the wrong Taxi, thing. a successful sitcom on TV. It ran for how many episodes, Steven said? 64. Pinkman. 127. 114. Another 114, you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all Pinkman so far. It's one, two, three, four, five, six to nothing. Except I have to double check on that. What I think I was might have been doing is look at IMDb for Taxi. Mm-hmm. No, don't. Yeah, that's not worth it, is it? Really? Well, but, it might be. I'll check because I I don't believe there's two one fourteens in a row. That's weird. I right? think Taxi Driver in minutes is one fourteen. The and rest then, of it, uh, not sure. So you're looking for Taxi or number Taxi of, Driver? Number of Taxi. Number of episodes for Taxi. The sitcom. Uh, yeah, 114 for the number of episodes for Taxi. Seriously. Yeah. So we'll te- check the uh, Taxi Driver. Taxi How many driver. minutes for Taxi Driver? Uh, One hour, 54 minutes. Also 114. How about that? Hot <laughs> damn, man. <laughs> chances. Oof, That's uh, fun. Uh-huh. Actor Judd Hirsch, one of the stars on Taxi. How old is Judd Hirsch? Steven said. 61. Bingman. 63. He's 83. Oh, my. Hirsch played the role of Ben in the movie Sharknado 2, the second one. That came out in what year, Stephen said? Oh, four. Pinkman. 2011. 2014. Okay, it is. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight to zero. Speaking of Ben's, the late actor Ben Johnson won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in the movie called The Last Picture Show. Pretty good movie. Pretty good book, too. Came out in what year, Stephen said? 1938. Pinkman. 89. 1971. Pinkman. It's unanimous. Actor Jeff Bridges in that movie held as Jeff Bridges, Stephen said. 62. Pinkman. Six, uh, 73. Sorry. He's 68. Oh, Pinkman. Wait, let me just add this up. One, two, three, four. I'm closer by one. Nine, ten. You're, you're, the score's 10-0. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Jeff Bridges was a crow in Los Angeles, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Barstow, California? Stephen said. Uh, 129. Pinkman said. 67. In fact, Jeff Bridges, if he were a crow and wanted to fly from Los Angeles to Barstow, he'd have to flap his wings. And fly a total of 115 miles. Which means that uh, Stephen, although he got nothing right, wins the game, Jim. Are you He's effing within... kidding me? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotten zero questions. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Pinkman's ever been more pissed in his life. That's why this I said, oh, no. That was the best. As this soon that as that was the absolute <laughs> You got totally best. bent over on this one. This, this is the worst day in my life. <laughs> yeah. That's why I... As my, you got, my butt hurts for how bad you took it. You oh, spanked yeah. him. You spanked him <laughs> until zero. the crow quest and then he took you. <laughs> oh, my God. He got zero right. He got zero and right. Won the game. And wins the game. First time ever. You got 10 right. I guess he got one right. The one that matters. Oh, Penguin, you got... Yeah, he did. <laughs> again and... Again. Uh, yeah, over, I'm glad he didn't curse. Good job, Steve. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Steven, you're picking did. up one of those cards. You're going to have good fortune, lucky you, oh my God. for the rest of your life. Congratulations for playing that bonus round of Closest wow. to the Pin. Remember, <laughs> close oh, only counts in horseshoes. I have to save that one. Grenades and Closest to the Pin. Uh, I'll tell you about that uh, shepherd sling later in the program. I need to break. We need to keep everything on schedule. It's Jack's audio file upcoming next. Then Pat Clark and Sports on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. 
that thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. God bless you, Dr. Peeper. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Uh, don't forget, Pat Clark and Sports right around the corner. First things first, though, Jack's audio file. That's right, Jim. So let's get this crap over with. Of course, what? I'm talking about yesterday's debate that basically stopped the earth from spinning. Was it Yanni or Laurel? This is this uh, clip of audio where people, some people say they hear one thing. Other people say they hear Another thing, I heard Laurel. I think most people heard Laurel in this. But we actually, for the people who claim that they did hear Yanni, there is a scientific explanation why this happened. So let's go to some scientists. The sounds in Yanni play at a higher frequency than the sounds in Laurel. As we age, our ears are less able to hear higher frequencies. So if you are hearing Yanni, you might have younger ears. Luckily, with the help of the internet, we can hear both. Brilliant Twitter user at XXV posted audio of the pitch brought both down and up. When you listen to it brought down 30%, you will hear Yanny. 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 But when you listen uh -huh. to it with the pitch brought up 30%, you will likely hear Laurel. 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 So there you go. Just changing the pitch actually changes how that audio sounds. Anything to get us off Trump. Yeah, <laughs> anything. A, I'll take it, anything now. Well, I, I saw how popular it was, how fast and how how fast it got as popular as it did. You know, as it blew up, one of those viral sensations, right. and it was just like this is what we're wasting our time with. And then you get sucked in, and it's like, do people really not hear Laurel when they hear that? And apparently, yeah, I guess young people. <laughs> so mm -hmm. anyway, I didn't hear one word Yanni at all. I listened over and over, couldn't hear it. Well, that's because you at I that old frequency. Ears, yeah, you have right. old ears, Mo. Mm -hmm. But uh, I asked my children; they didn't hear it either. Well, so I, you know, I thought, not you. Get some new batteries for the hearing aids. <laughs> <laughs> so we go from uh, old ears. We'll go to someone else with old ears. Uh, it was a local woman, eighty-eight-year-old woman. Easter video of her went viral when in her Easter basket. Uh, uh, she received four tickets to see Justin Timberlake. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Uh, do you remember? Have you, I think we had the audio and, you know, the video. That went viral of her getting really excited about, you know, tickets to her favorite, Justin Timberlake. Um, he found out about it since it went viral, did a meet and greet with her, oh. and at the show where she was at, called her out on stage. Oh. That specific show? <laughs> at the Amway Center here Whoa. in Orlando. Yes, score one or There was a, a, a pretty little lady that ended up on a moose here by the name of Amy. She is 88 years old. And I met her earlier tonight, wherever you are in the audience tonight. There she is. So she get it was a pretty cool moment. Justin Timberlake, one of the good guys, um, and you can actually see the video of them together at RealRadio.fm. Just click on the Phillips file. <laughs> also have video. We go from the old to the young. Another performer on stage, Jim. You have mentioned. I think we all are. You watch this guy on stage, and you're just like, 
how does he move like that I and know. sing, mm-hmm. dance, sing? He's a, a great entertainer. His name is Bruno Mars. He's terrific. He is fantastic, and he has been entertaining, well, he says, since he was two. Uh, some video uh, came out recently uh, from the Arsenio Hall show. He was doing uh, a segment on his show where he would bring in new acts, and here is a six-year-old Bruno Mars. Back in 1991, he was six years old doing an Elvis impersonation. You watch this video. Uh, not that good. Videos. Like oh, you watch. For two? That's he's, not too bad for two years old. So, no, he's six. He's six Oh, there. six? That's yeah. not too bad for six. Yeah. You wa- watch the video, and it, it's you okay. watch that, and there's no mistaking, that is Bruno Mars. Oh, you yeah. look at that video. Who's that? That's Bruno Mars. Uh-huh. It, just, it looks like him just at six, but he was uh, really cute. Adorable. And, yeah. and he was competing against some dancing grannies, and uh, he won a week's worth of growth, groceries thanks to Arsenio Hall. So, nice. uh, yeah, it was. And uh, he went on to uh, do good things. Take that, grannies. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, another uh, show that featured music is American Idol. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Tyler, before, you know, it, it, it came back. It's on a different network now. But uh, in the first go-round, Steven Tyler was added to the program. Right. And it actually did a lot for Aerosmith. Aerosmith sales shot up. Steven Tyler personally made a lot of money. Matter of fact, that's what he talked about uh, recently on a Joe Rogan podcast. But it was fun like that, and it was a good payday. So when you're asking me to have a house in Maui, yeah, and I was made fun of for doing that. Well, who made fun of you for doing that? Uh, Joe Perry didn't think it was a smart thing. He said, that's one step under Ninja Turtles. (laughs) And he's my bro, and I read that, and I thought, I went, what the f*** am I doing? Joe Perry, so the guitarist in Aerosmith kind of, you know, tease him about doing it, but also benefited greatly because of the surge in, in record sales and popularity for Aerosmith once again yeah. mm-hmm. when uh, Steven Tyler did that. And uh, Steven Tyler was able to buy a house on Maui. Nice. You know, so here for American Idol. Uh, let's see. Someone not buying a house on Maui and not going to New York Nick basketball games. Well, one, because they're done for the season. But two, because now he has to pay. Here's the deal. Ethan Hawke uh, recently was on uh, Jimmy Fallon show and was talking about the Knicks in not so favorable a light. And I guess Ethan Hawke used to enjoy free oh, tickets. See ya. Yeah. Well, he was telling Bill Simmons in the podcast that uh, he's no longer getting notes for free. And then I called up one time and they said, um, that'll be uh, $7,800. I was like, oh, um, oh, uh, and I said, why is this the first time you guys are charging me? And they said, you should have thought of that before you went on the Jimmy Fallon show. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is real. Yeah, this is real. And that real price for yeah. a couple of tickets is over seven grand. Whoops. Just yeah. for a couple of tickets? Courtside yeah. seats, baby. They get you. For one game? Yeah. One game. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you want to damnation. Yeah, you want to be in the in, in the TV seats. Yeah, oh, I don't want to be that close. Would you want to be that close? No, they get yes. sweat on you. Actually, yeah, it is pretty cool. Into you. I did for a Magic game. I was sitting in the front yeah. row, but it was under one of the baskets. But when they're playing right in front of you, that's that's pretty cool. 
<laughs> when there's no one in front of you, that's pretty cool. That's a lot of money. Except actually, except the TV cameramen who are sitting on their butts right there. Yeah. But you can see over them uh, quite easily. But uh, we have Pat Clark on the way, and that's your audio file for today. Thank you, Jack. Good job. Let's see what else is there. I'll tell you about the shepherd sling when I get a bit. Oh, boy. I'll make you a bet. Go yeah. on. <gasps> now, a shepherd sling is like you, you talk about uh, like Davy and Goliath. It's uh, a I, pouch with two long strings. And you swing it, and you release Ooh. it, and you're going to release feet, a three stone. Three feet, three and a half, four feet long. You put a stone in there, yeah. golf ball, whatever yeah. you, you got. Try? So it's a, yeah. no, I don't have it yet. Oh. And you sling it around, and then you... So you get a greater velocity than just throwing a stone. However, you have to work on targeting and you're aiming. Here's what I think. And letting okay. go. With you have to think about it. You have to think about distance and whether I can hit a target at that particular distance. Give me a certain number of tries. I love this idea. And then uh, now I don't know where we'll do this without me breaking car windshields. Kind of dangerous. That's what I was thinking. Wouldn't no. be the first time. Or killing a pedestrian cannon anybody but uh Ooh. so think about it <laughs> so i think i can do this slinging range yeah mm. yeah 20 feet why don't you try Hit it a first. target why why don't you get it try it and then state the bet <laughs> that would be the good way to do it that's josh, not a lock, bad idea lock him down now josh before right, he knows all right pat clark <laughs> upcoming next on real radio 104.1 check of the news here's big daddy thank you big jim weasel an Australian waterfront restaurant is arming its customers with water guns to help combat an annoying flock of seagulls. A splash em on out a hia backtalk and barramate. Next, an ice cream shop has created ketchup ice cream for Ed Sheeran. I'm offended by this just being a thing. Finally, a 25-year-old man has been arrested after posing as a teenager and joining a high school basketball team. Someone must have told him it's never too late to go for his dreams. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. So you failed a personality test. What exactly do you mean by a wrong answer? We'll still talk to you. 407-916-1041. Real Radio 104.1. From... Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a Thursday, Philip Fowler, Thursday at this time. We talk with Pat Clark, who handles sports over at Channel 2, WESH, Channel 2 in Orlando. Plenty of things to talk to Patrick about this afternoon. Hello, Pat Clark. Jim Phillips. I am. Where are you, Pat? Are you on the phone? Where are you? <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. I'm in. I'm, I'm here. Okay. I'm in my Jeep. Your Jeep? You have a Jeep? Wow. I do have a Jeep. Yep. Like I a... bought it from Radar O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> in Atumna, Iowa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let me get this. Uh, let me get uh, into some of the sports. Uh, first of all, first of all, of course, is uh, Orlando City, and uh, your take on uh, what was happening during the last match when fans were throwing things onto the pitch. Uh, I sent out a tweet almost immediately and got hammered by many of the fans. I thought it was embarrassing. Yep. Um, there's no, there's no call for National it, of course. TV, no less, James. What's that? National TV, no less. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
disgusted, embarrassed, no excuse for it. Um, you could go on and on. I really, I mean, it just made me, it made me sick to see that. I actually thought that our fans were, were better than that. And so many of them, and most of them are. Yeah. Uh, we need to be clear on that. Um, but there were a few knuckleheads. I just want to know, and I hope this does happen. I want to know how, because the, the team says it's going to weed out and find the people who did that and they were going to be effectively expelled for a year. I, I, I don't know how they're going to do that. Is there a video to video proof? You know, someone yeah. can say I wasn't in my seat or yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. I appreciate what they're trying to do. I think it's going to be hard to do it. Well, I think it sends. I think it sends a message. I think if they can verify a few of them, and then the word will the word the word will go quickly around. And I think other fans, I mean, true fans, you know, will, you know, hopefully they'll they'll take a stance on this. And if they see people engaging in this kind of, you know, besides besides the possibility of injuring a player or a ref, right? You have a possibility of injuring another fan or a child who's been taken to the match by, you know. Nobody wants to see that. Yell, scream, give them the Bronx cheer, you know, throw out the F-bombs if you want. You know, I'm not crazy about that, but, hey, those are fans. But when you start throwing things, uh, other fans, I think, have a responsibility to call security and and have the guy ejected and hopefully uh, issued a no trespass warning. That's what they're doing. They're, They're identifying some of these people, and they're saying, look, uh, we're, we're revoking your tickets if you have a season ticket for a year, and if you show back, show up in any form or fashion, you'll be charged with uh, trespassing, and the police will arrest you and escort you out of there. And that's the way it ought to be. I, my, my hat's off to the Orlando uh, Orlando uh, uh, Orlando City for doing this. You know, I uh, after that happened late Sunday night, James. And I don't know if you had this same exercise, but. I was trying to remember, and you and I have been here for a long time, anything like that with, with uh, fans who had effectively abused the privilege of being at games, whether it be a Magic game or anything else, and I couldn't think of anything. Uh, this, this really stood out as something that was quite embarrassing, and it really painted a bad light. I don't mind saying that. Um, and I don't know what great excuse those who did what they did have, uh, but there is no excuse for it. And, um, you know, I just, I just hope that this um, was one bad example and that, that, that now we all learn from this and it never happens again. Well, to a certain degree, they got to open their eyes as well. Part of this was Will Johnson flopping, and they thought he was fouled. If you look, if you watched it on TV over and over and over, he wasn't even touched. He went up on his tippy toes like a ballet dancer and fell forward, and they got up and started screaming about it. And, yeah, it, uh, it, it, and, and they got... And all the fans got all 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 weirded out. I mean, and started throwing things. That was part of it as well. You got to. I mean, you got to realize when some of you guys are are flopping around. Any player flops around. You got to right. got to be able to willing to. You have to be willing to call it for what it is. It wasn't even close. No. And I like it. I like him doing the little tiptoe thing to Fred Flintstone bowling. That's yeah, what Fred's that's exactly. Perfect. That's better than so a ballet. Exactly. He did that tippy toe thing. Yeah, yeah. and he, both of his feet together, and he just kind of. <laughs> and you can see his toes slide across the, you know, across the grass because he's got some. Right. And what kills me is that Eddie gets up and he's got this. He I, was furious. I, 
Yeah, I call him the bitch on the pitch. Uh, you know, and he gets terrible. up and he's got this this like crying two year old face, face, like oh my god, and it's like all right, yeah. knock it off there, buddy. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so well, there you go. So you you know you lose a game, you lose a game. Better luck next time, and uh, you know. But this rivalry, and I can't remember. I think it was Bianchi with the Sentinel says, uh, you know, it's not a ri- real rivalry with Atlanta until uh, Orlando wins a game against them. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, there's, some, there's some there's some merit to that, but uh, credit to Atlanta. This is a team that's only been around now for a couple of years. So mm-hmm. they, they they've got their their stuff together. That's that's for damn sure. So I texted Jack last Saturday, and I said, "Who get ready? I'm I, th- I may have to pay you a dollar." What? Because Tiger was on the move. Oh yes. In uh, Jacksonville. True. And I right. uh, said, you know, I can't believe this. And then, of course, Sunday it all went he crumbled. hell yep. in a handbasket, right. but tied for 11th. But, hey, you know, how many more uh, majors do we have for Tiger to try to win? Two? Two. One, three. Three. three? Well, we got three more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm not worried. What do you think? my word, in, in a couple of years, that tournament they just played, the, uh, the Players' Championship will become a major. There will be five majors here in the next couple of years. Why? The purse is so big in this one. This oh. tournament belongs to the players. It's arguably the best field in all of golf. They had 49 of the top 50 ranked players in the world up there, and that's only because one of them had to uh, back out of the tournament. So it's it's an elite event, and this is no disrespect at all to Webb Simpson, who won the tournament and deserved to win it. It just wasn't that much fun to watch. From an entertainment standpoint, I want great competition. I want Tiger to make that run. You know what I've heard, and a lot of people are saying this, and James, you kind of indicate that you're on board with this. Yeah. But do you like it when Tiger's in contention? That it becomes an even bigger story. It does. Um, and the TV numbers are living proof, and the size of his galleries are living proof. Now, granted, he was playing with Jordan Speed the first couple of days of, of the event, so that's going to make it an even bigger uh, show. But Tiger just has that thing. He 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 has what it takes to get the the galleries rallied around him. And now to see this incredible comeback, and I think now most of us agree that at some point he's probably going to win again. Don't know when it'll be. Don't know if it will mm-hmm. be a major. But he's been showing all of these great um, holes of golf and what he can still do with a golf ball. It's fun to watch. Yeah, I think that at some point on Sunday, you know, he started that comeback. He started moving up the leaderboard a little bit. And we're all thinking, is it possible? Can this be happening uh, on this kind of a stage? And then it didn't happen. You know, he had a chance for an eagle but at number 11 that should have gone in. And then at um, some of the other holes at 14, had a great drive. And then you kind of sense what he realized he wasn't going to win the event. It goes the uh, the ball goes in the water at seventeen, and that was pretty much it. We're gonna have to get a bigger antenna on your Jeep because your phone is. I don't know. It's crappy. We. It's. It's. It, <laughs> Am I going in and out? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. It's not. You know, I can live with it. But it's just you know, it's an isolated co- connection. Last week his phone was fine. This week it sucks. Well, last <laughs> week he might have been at the TV station. You paid your bill where... to AT and T or whomever, didn't yeah, you? Pay your bill with <laughs> Come on, Clark. <laughs> sign up with some crappy. Phone carrier out there, like Larry's, you know, phone service Larry's or something. Phones? No. And let me ask you about the magic now. The Orlando Magic. Uh, fill me in here. They got the. They picked the what the ball out of. So they got a number six draft pick. Mm. 
in the lottery, right? That's what later this week. Had number five. Five. Could have had number five. Could have. Could have had six. number five. But they wound up with number six. And how, is that good or bad, or does it matter? Uh, well, it's not good. It's probably bad, but it may not matter. What? It doesn't make any sense, what you just said. I think it does. I think it does. It doesn't right make there. any sense. All right, tell me why it's good, why it could be bad, why it might not matter. Well, you know, obviously, if, if you can pick uh, fifth over sixth, do you want to pick fifth yeah. seven days a week and twice on Sunday? Mm-hmm. If you get number six, because this is considered a deeper draft than we may have seen in previous years, you might still be able to get a good player. But I'm just, I just don't know if one, one drafted player, and there's always diamonds in the rough, so I probably shouldn't be saying this. If a player you get at number six is going to change everything on a team, it's really not going to do it straight away. It's going to, it's going to take time. So that's where the it may not matter comes from. We just don't know what kind of how college talent transfers to NBA is different with every athlete. We just don't know. So there's that unknown, James. Whoever they take number six, as you get three picks in the draft, the two or much later on, uh, and just based on everything that's been happening and what we haven't seen from this franchise in now six plus years, expectations are so low with Magic fans and frustration is so great that you just kind of it's just a constant sigh you just right you, you hope for the best but you're just kind of expecting this continued mediocrity it's a horrible horrible feeling that so many of us share but um well, maybe they will get that diamond in the rough all right. Come June twenty. Here's what here's what we're gonna do because yeah, I used to have a shortwave radio that uh-huh. my my aunt Mary gave <laughs> to me really in, yes, 19, really in 1960, and it's like Aunt Mary, I think I can get Manila. Right? You know, it's just it's coming in, <laughs> it's Manila it's calling. going out, yeah. uh-huh. and I can't tell whether it's Manila or Singapore. Yeah. So what we're gonna try to do, we're gonna try to call you back. All right. Let's, either, let's do that. Let's see if we, we can clear up the line. Uh, it's just a bad line. It's either a bad line or Pat just guaranteed the Magic will win the NBA championship next season. One or the other. I don't know what he said. I think it was that. I think, yes. <laughs> I'm dying think to he, know what you said. Think, let's call like, him back. It wasn't right. It wasn't that clear, but I think Patrick said something about UCF going to the Rose Bowl or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like no, that. Rose Bowl. Did you say and that? Orlando Magic will have the NBA uh, championship. And yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, uh, Patrick's putting a bid on yeah. Shaquille O'Neal's house. Let me see if we can clear it up, Patrick. <laughs> if we can't, we'll call you right back. We'll give you a call next week because uh, this. It just, aye, aye, aye. Pinkman's going to call him back right now. Calling you back. People texting Real no, no. Mobile. Uh, uh, we got half a dozen texts asking if Pat Clark was calling in from Dirty Jim's phone. <laughs> oh, horrible! Or yesterday, the Five Minute Professor's phone was stinko. I thought he was fine yesterday. He wasn't too bad. No, it, was, was, it was, but you could tell he was in a broom closet. You yeah, could tell. it was. It had like ambient noise. Was weird, and then mm, all right. Why'd you give call Pat him back? A try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Patrick, we're going to give this another try. Over. Uh, Countdown from five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> no, he's clear as a bell now. Testing. Testing. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? It's fine. Yeah, let's, it's let him better. talk. I'll, yeah, I'll, we'll let you know how it goes. I mean, Damn it, James. I, I was saying some very important things. What's the name of the submarine you're calling from? <laughs> uh, <laughs> how many fathoms down are you? Oh, my how God. How hard is it to put that, you know, when you're a deep sea diver, to put that, that big, big you know, bell head. on your head and oh, go down yeah, there sure. and 
Patrick has a yep. second job. He's a sponge diver. <laughs> oh, listen, I hear the. I hear. Yeah. Uh huh. Here's what we're going to do, Here's, Patrick. Listen to this. Let's just cut it short for this week and oh, we'll get all this fun stuff uh, figured out. I think for he's playing golf week, on the big right? island in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's lava that's it, interfering. It's the volcanic yeah. ash getting in the way. Watch out for the exploding volcano. I mean, it's sending out rocks the size of a refrigerator, and we don't want you, we want you to get hurt, okay? That's not good. I'm sorry about it's that. It's all right. Dude. It's okay. It happens. He's still adorable. Have Doesn't a great matter. weekend, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, buddy. Man. Okay. All right. Bye, bye. God bless America. It, does. it sounds like a short wave. <laughs> he <radio>. was. He <laughs> was. Yeah. Come in Manila. Whew. It's all right. It's okay. We love it. It is. It's totally fine. But wowie, kazowie. <laughs> Someone else just is Pat's Jeep in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> what are some of the other posts? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's got a good sense of humor. I mean, right. he knows this he kind does. of stuff happens. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, people complaining we don't talk about the Orlando Pride. That was the next we question. We did talk about it. Jim had that next question for Pat I, yeah. Yeah, about the Orlando question. Pride. Patrick, oh, yes. what do you think about the Orlando Pride? Yeah. <laughs> well, James. Yeah. <laughs> James. Yeah, James. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. James, I have to go. The death charges are... <laughs> it was very bad, yeah. <laughs> what is your expression? You always say we can send a man to the moon, but we can't get a phone. I, I, I guarantee you that as the crow flies, Pat Clark was probably less than two miles from us. <laughs> he was up the street <laughs> two miles That's from funny. here. Well, oh, look out. He told me he was heading to Deland. Oh, up my... Oh, maybe it's yeah. weather. Could be sunspots. <laughs> what we've got here is failure to communicate. Yeah. You'll bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's uh, funny stuff. Less America. Oh, well, God. Well, we tried. <laughs> you know, and it happens. Calling I mean, back didn't help, though. I have they'll to tell say. you. Mm-hmm. Payments in there. What? And said, this is not going to go No, well. we're not working out. <laughs> yeah, it's not working it. out. Right. I, can see it. I can see it on the boss's face. It's only a matter <laughs> of time. Nope. We tried uh, to be patient through most of the call, and then it was like, okay. Not your fault, Patrick. No, it no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Pay the bill before oh next God week. <laughs> I think it's net neutrality. That's no, the I problem. think the next question was going to be, what about the Tampa Bay Lightning? I know his response would be. Wait, he doesn't pay attention. He doesn't care. No. Hockey? There's no, no. I think he probably grew up as a hockey person. He was no, in Iowa. No, not at all. He doesn't care for hockey at all. Oh, is that right? They're in the NHL playoffs, uh, you know, advanced to the... To lose to uh, the brand new team from Las Vegas. Yeah, they were way behind, weren't they? Or down two to one or three yeah, two or yeah. whatever it was. But they won on Tuesday night, so they're coming There's back a, a little bit. They could be a comeback kid. But they say the expansion club, the right. uh, the Golden Knights from Las Vegas. Is that really their name? It yes. really is. Yeah, it is the Golden yeah. Knights. I think that's why UCF had to drop Golden. No. Okay. <laughs> no. The, the hockey team is new. However, yeah, Golden think, Golden Knights was the name is the name of the Army skydiving. They're yeah. jumpers, yeah. Yeah. And what did they tell yeah. UCF we have a copyright on this? Um, I don't know if they told them that or if they changed it because of that. I, I think it had something to do with the the Army, and they just went to the did Knights. The Las Vegas team claimed to be national champions because they're the Knights, the Golden Knights. Like our Golden Knights claim to be national champions. They claim Email to... Moira directly so I don't have to read all your uh-huh. hate texts like, like you normally hockey. send I don't about understand her. all of hockey. I, I mean, I get icing offsides a little bit, but I still learn. Don't call me. 
I mean, send me a text That's or something. That's not nice. Don't say don't well, call no, well, me. Don't call me because I've talked about this before. I still don't understand yeah, it. I don't want to hear it again. Yeah. And the, you know, the shift teams and the t- more guys come on and the guys leave the ice. You can't go out there and skate around like that for 30 minutes. It's impossible. Of it, course you can. What are you talking about? No, you can't at that speed. Each of the hockey periods are probably, what, 20, 20 minutes? You're telling me that a guy yeah. goes out there and skates like that for 20 minutes? Oh, totally right. Totally wrong. No, they don't. How often do you think they replace the team? Every... Every couple of minutes or I so. I know it's wrong. You can't. That s- is incorrect, sir. I'll and put money on that, that one. Is hockey a- fight. Seriously. Can, you think that a hockey play, the players are going out there. Can play a whole period. Absolutely. Play a whole period I, without taking a break. I, I'd like to just clarify, because I think the last time either one of you saw a hockey game we was together. when we went to the <laughs> Solar Bears game, like three incarnations of the Solar Bears ago. ago. Yeah, okay. That's right. Like 10 years ago, at least. No. They do not have the stamina to play at that level for that length These of are time. Professional it's athletes. like it's nope. like asking Usain Bolt, "Well, you just ran a hundred yards. Now run another hundred nope, yards." You're wrong. All right, now take a little nope. and ru- keep running Mm-mm. and just keep running. Nope, hockey play. Nope, they stay in. They do not stay in. They they may take the people- goalkeeper. The goalie stays in. They do not stay in. They you see him coming re- in and off all the time. They don't replace the players every two minutes. That's you never ridiculous. see them come over the side. You know, they're coming over the side. Yeah, they go, okay. They're leaving and they're coming. They're coming and going. They're coming and You're going. You're thinking it's penalty boxes and he's in there for a minute. Then he comes out again. I know what a penalty that's, box is. I also fine. know where they're sitting there. You know, you get their sticks yeah. and they're putting their teeth right. back in or whatever they're yeah, doing. Yeah, you know, and they're adjusting their helmet. Off they go. Off the on, no. off, on, off all they're the time. They're not going off on. No. They can play a whole period. They're professional athletes. Jim, How much they, money do you want to put on this oh, one? Oh, for Pete's Come on. sake. Are you going to bet money? No. Come on. Not going to bet money. You want to hear the what the texters say? All right. but every few minutes they change. Yeah, every few minutes. They so how many people are on the team? 400? No. At least. They go, you take a break, you get your breath back. They're out there skating. You can come doing back. Their thing. You come They're back in the same around. period. They're going as fast as they can. Nobody has that amount of stamina to skate that fast and that, that long. You couldn't do it. They'd be dropping like flies out there. Maybe just sitting down on the ice. At a... I'm exhausted. Man. Exactly. Yeah, every couple of minutes. They're on shifting. They don't understand ho- when they can shift. They'd more have more hockey fights just so they can hug each other to stay oh, up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Anyway, it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... writing a story about how people found this uh, iron box or metal box in their backyard. It was always there. They thought it was a utility box. Yeah. And then there was some kind of fire or whatever, and the box became more visible. So they just, you know, okay, what's what's this all about? They checked it out. It was a safe containing $52,000 in cash. Whoa. Whoa. Gold and diamonds. How long was it in their backyard before they... Realized. Opened it up. Yeah. I think maybe just a few years. It was back there, and they thought it was a utility box. Right. And they finally dug it up, and inside was all this money, gold, cash, diamonds. What? And uh, so what would you do? Keep it. Where, where, was, where was this located? 
I think in somewhere in New York, Staten Island, was it? Staten Island. Might have been Staten Island. Mm. I might, might be off on that, but anyway. So, yeah. How For years, Matthew there? and Maria Emanuel. Prior owners, right? Thought Buried a piece it? of rusty metal behind some trees in their backyard was just part of a cable or electrical box, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was a safe containing $52,000 in cash, gold, and diamonds. And the story of how they discovered it and what the couple did next is... Remarkable. <laughs> what do you Sounds think like they did? They kept it. They gave it away to charity. No. They gave it to the cops. Nope. That's not going to No, they posted it and said, uh, free yours. to a good home. Uh-huh. They put it on uh, Identify up. the safe and you can have it. No, they, the previous owner. They contacted the previous owner. It was a neighbor. Keep reading, keep reading, reading. So there was a piece of paper with an address in the box. It was one of their neighbors. Quote, first I knocked on the door and I asked them if they ever were robbed. And they said they were. According to the New York Police Department, a burglary was reported at their neighbor's home the day after Christmas in 2011. The only thing taken was a safe. It had a large amount of cash, jewelry, and other items inside, a total of $52,000 worth of property. Goodness. The cops told her, you'll never, you'll never see your stuff again. Yeah, <laughs> see? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And, so are uh, you telling me that the thief buried it? Apparently. They probably realized they couldn't carry, get away with it, carry the safe and get away with it. They bury it, figure they'll come back for it. On a neighbor's property? They don't maybe. take it yeah. farther away yeah. than that? Well, because maybe they, they couldn't carry it. Oh, yeah. maybe. When asked why they didn't keep the loot for themselves, she said it wasn't even a question. It wasn't ours. Did Full they get a reward is karma. Good karma. Did I they don't get know. It doesn't say. So you got $52,000. Mm. Let's say you got another what. Ten, twenty thousand dollars in jewelry, if not more. Mm-hmm. So you said, "Geez, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you." What do you give him? A uh, couple of grand. Yeah, give him like two grand. Two grand. I was thinking about maybe a fifty dollars Panera gift card. No. What do you like give him? Seriously, sandwiches. what do you give him? A uh, couple of grand. I think least. a couple of yeah. grand. Yeah, it's two percent. Yeah. Did they get anything? They get. It doesn't say. Oh. oh. But they may have been offered them. I said, "Yeah, you know, some people are." Uh, they take the money and say, eh, give it to charity. People I don't like know. That. I'd no. buy him something nice like a silver chafing dish. <laughs> Nobody uses that anymore. I don't even know what it is. A chafing dish? I, yeah, I, ju- I, I just heard that it once. Big square thing that you the put thing. some sterno underneath. Exactly. Oh, that's that's what that is? Yes. Oh, I yeah. see those all the time. That you put some oh, baked beans in. I don't know you what you see you put silver in. plated chafing dishes. Oh, yeah. Probably, or right. aluminum. <laughs> yeah. No, or... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You gotta worry about that aluminum too. It doesn't have any liquid in it. You'll burn right through it. Ah. If, if you want something free, go to SeaWorld. They're giving free beer. Go on. Well, I knew this I'm persona no grata at SeaWorld, oh, right. and I don't drink anymore. So well, it's, they say the headline here: it's bottoms up at SeaWorld Orlando. Mm-hmm. Okay. Starting tomorrow, Ooh. and all the way running through September, mm-hmm. parks offering free beer to S21 and older. You get two. <laughs> Pinkman thought this was chintzy. I thought it was nice, but Pinkman thought it was chintzy. What? You get two, count them, two complimentary seven-ounce beers every time you visit Mama's Pretzel Kitchen Patio. You know how small that pour is? It's like a shot glass of beer. Seven ounces? You know, a shot glass is one and a half ounces. Yeah, in your world, baby. (laughs) Either way, it's not enough beer. So anyway, I bought one of these shepherd slings. That's what you'd call them. 
Okay. Took me a while to track down what I wanted. Uh-huh. So what do you think? I can hit something 25 feet away? Give me 10, uh, 10, practice. 10, 10 swings with the sling, mm. sling swings. How long is this sling that you bought? I have no idea. Probably three, three to four feet long. Okay. And you're going to launch a rock, what, 25 feet, you think, and hit a target? Yeah. Target what size? Uh, I don't know. About the size of the Phillips file sign. Now that's kind of a big target. Yeah, yeah. it's a sling, daddy Yeah. Yeah? What about it? Other people hit people in the head. Yeah. David because they've been, Yeah, because yeah, they've been doing it since they were three years old. All right. Here's the deal. Pinkman wearing my army helmet. No, thank you. Come on. You I've, haven't even heard I've, the end of this. I've been knocked out once for this show. I don't need it again. What was that? Uh, Tally Hall feel, uh, when oh, he was right, pending gold. Yeah, I think he was concussed. Yeah. Good times. I think he got concussed when he got cracked open today in, in the bonus round of closest to the oh, pin. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. No, that was like blind rage. There's a difference. 10-0, and you lost. Anyway, I mean, we'll think about it. And, uh, I'll get it. I'll I'll try it, and then I'll state the bet, all right? Mm-hmm. I think I can do it, though. Wait, where are you going to practice this? Huh? Where are you going to practice this? I don't have a clue. I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah. you got to find an, an open empty... field someplace. I think maybe a balloon. Like, we'll get a, a, a balloon on what? a string, and you got to hit the pop the balloon. That's where am I going to find the rocks? On the ground. I'll have to go to Pebble Junction or something. <laughs> Here's Robert on Real Radio. Go ahead, Robert. Hey, guys. I was uh, calling to see if I could uh, educate uh, Moira yeah. on the, uh, how hockey works. Yeah, you got, one minute. you got one minute to explain this before All we right. get confused. All right. So there are usually addressed about 18 to 22 guys on a team. They're... They're paired up in lines or grouped up in lines, typically five guys to a line. Uh-huh. And, and those lines skate for anywhere to about a minute and a half to two minutes. A long shift is anything over two minutes. And then your first line is your, your starters, your best guys. Then you go to the second line. Then you go to the third line. And basically, you the home team gets to take and do the change first, and the visiting team matches. So okay. when you put your fir- first line out there, you try to match it with your first line for the opposing team. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's how it goes. So typically uh, they run, like I said, three or four shifts or three or four lines, and they try to match the best ones out there. All right, my, um, the, yeah. uh, my question good. is, when are when do you shift? Because I see they're all still playing and skating around. All of a sudden, guys leave and other guys come on. And do you have to do you have to replace an entire line, or can the coach say, "Hey, that guy number whatever, he's doing a great job. I'm going to keep him out there. So I'm only going to bring four guys off and put four, four new guys on and keep him out there." You do not. You do not have to replace a full line. You okay. Can take and do it. You can do a short bench shift where you take and replace one or two guys. You can just replace the defenseman, or you gotcha. can just replace the forwards. When do you shift? And when do you allowed to shift? Typically, you can shift any time that you really want to, but typically you do it on on, uh, on quick changes when there's a team. Uh, say your team wins the puck on the short end of the, of the ice and you're going down to the attack, you'll yeah. take and, and shift your defenseman out then, and then as it's returned back, gotcha. then you'll take and, and shift your forwards out that was your, so your defensemen are in place to take and uh, you know, counter the attack coming so on the, the other side. The hockey guys not only have to watch the – puck and watch the play as it's unfolding but they have to watch the bench to see if they're on or off right so they're they're looking and typically there's a whistle the coach a whistle or something like that so oh. there's a cue there's a cue to you that goes on as well all right so is there uh, is there a penalty for shifting incorrectly 
you can get too many men on the ice say that uh, you're That's in the true. offensive shift yeah. and uh, you're going on as one of your forwards is coming off and right. you touch the puck prior to oh. him leaving oh, the ice. So you'll get, there'll be too many men on the ice. There'll be a penalty called for That's that. Right. Okay. Uh, anything like that. And, or uh, you can go to the board and stand there until your other guy reaches the board and then you're back into it. Uh-huh. But to, to, typically it's uh, – that's you really got a, a persnickety uh, linesman or uh, wait a minute. Do, ha, what do you think they, they they skate about two minutes and that's it? And then they're going off yeah. usually off the ice for, uh, for three three to five minutes. Hey, if you've skated for hard as you can go for two minutes more, yeah. you're yeah. ready for a break when you come exactly. off. So you're, no, exactly. I, I, and these are professional. Has no clue. These are professional <laughs> athletes. These are professional athletes. They should be able to give me more than two minutes out there. They're like Usain Bolt, who's like running a hundred yards you. as fast as he can. I'm not saying you got to do that again. I'm not saying I'm a professional athlete. Well, Usain Bolt can't do that. I couldn't do it. But I would imagine if you're working for the NHL and you have had a whole life. Lifetime of skating, that two minutes, oh, you can give me more than two minutes. All right, sir, that was a great explanation. Maybe the best I've ever heard. I think I got a much better idea oh, now, yeah. and I appreciate There's it. There's a lot of activity going on That's there. two minutes at a heart rate of like 180 to 190, though. Exactly. These Mo. are professional athletes. It's not that, you. That doesn't, oh, how dare you, first of all. And second of all, professional athlete doesn't mean you don't burn uh, really? energy like that. That Usain Bolt, I don't know why he just can't keep on running. Yeah. Go 100, go 300 yards. Why does he stop? <laughs> why does he stop at the finish line? Why, why does he, he why do a he, lap? Isn't he a miler? Why is he, huff, why is he huffing and puffing like uh, that? All right. <laughs> People are enjoying hearing Moira uh, debate about hockey. No debate. I just never knew. Uh, you were, kinda, you were debating weak. Jim on it seems the fact weak. that they yes, change. It seems, seems so weak to me. Didn't know that. I thought they were really good athletes. They could skate forever. But I guess not. <laughs> you know, look, soccer players are out there the whole game. Yeah, well, they're not running at full speed all the time Whatever. Either. Hockey players are going full bore all the time. Most of the Ho- NBA, they were going the whole time. They run a little bit. They jog a little bit. Then they're going to stand Basketball there. Basketball players, they're going the whole time. NBA, they are professional athletes. They are playing the whole time. They may get injured. They may get fouled out. That's baloney. Basketball players are not on oh. full bore like hockey like hockey players are. Dribble the ball, they stand yeah. there, dribble the ball, then go through their legs back and forth. They change out all the and time. They pass around. Yeah. It's like pass here, pass there. Soccer take a doesn't shot. trade out, huh? If you trade out, you know you only got a limited number of trade outs, right? You only right. have a couple of people you could swap out. So most of the time, you're in, you're in. Correct. You know, you get. Let a card. me ask you a question. All right, all right, let me ask you a question. They say in a soccer match, players are running what they're doing, what, about total about eight miles, maybe 11 they're miles running. in a they're match? They're running, yeah. Okay, in a match. If you had a hockey player out there, all right, skating the whole damn game, yeah. how many miles do you think that hockey player would cover? A lot. Mm, not that. Why? Because not the, the rink is not much. that big? Correct. Oh. Yeah, but they're always moving. Yeah. I'll bet you it would be more than eight miles. Oh. Going back if you had a hockey player, no. If you had a if you had somebody skating, yeah. right? Well, you can coast some of it as fast as they can. Is what you're saying? No, I didn't for say. It's your bet. What are you proposing? For an hour and a half. It's an hour. It's three twenty minute periods, right? Mm-hmm. At the most, it would be an hour. The point that I'm trying to make: if you had hockey players on the ice all the time, skating at that speed that you want them to skate at, they would cover much more distance than a than a soccer player in a match. That's an hour and a half, forty five two forty five minute, three twenty minute periods. All right, sixty minutes. If they were skating 
at what at full what, out at how minutes. you see them skate, they right. would be covering three times as much territory, miles if not right. more okay. than a soccer player. Probably because it's ice. Yeah, you're no kid. Yeah, they're moving. I'm telling you, they're moving. They're moving. They're moving. That's why they have to get off the ice. Two Catch. minutes? They can give you more than two minutes. No, they can't. They Catch their breath. That. It's the Phillips File oh on Real Radio God. 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for Closest to the Pin, 407-916-1041. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is... Closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. That's right. Time for that regular round of uh, Closest to the Pin. Pinkman got plastered. Uh, and they had no, bonus no. That sounds like he's ugly. drunk. No. That was ugly. It was awful. Yeah, put the bottle down, buddy. He, went all ten, he uh-huh. won nine questions I, against he, the competition. The, the score was 10 nothing. And yep. then his competition took him on the crow question. Uh, Unbelievable. Uh, well, we're adding a crow question to... To Jim's to round? To Jim's round. Nice. And Perfect. it's going to be specifically for the place where the caller comes from. So. Okay, excellent. And only, it, the what? rule is that the caller, if only them get it within 3,000 miles. <laughs> they win? They win <laughs> outright. Right, yeah. so okay, you- none of this is right. Instead, Pinkman's going to tell us what the prize is. That's right. We have a pair of tickets to see Orlando City take on Chicago Fire. What? At... The stadium on May 26th at 7.30 p.m. You can buy your tickets now. Go to realradio.fm. Keyword tickets for more info. That is nuts. That is nuts. Ah, nuts. Ah, nuts. Wait, is that the topic? That is, Mo. Ah, nuts. From Brad, co-producer for All Things Nutty. Facts and figures about assorted nuts and such. And let's get Will on board to play the game. Hello, Will. Hello, hello. Ready to play your nutty category? I'm ready. Ah, nuts. Facts and figures about assorted nuts and such. (laughs) Okay, Will, here we go in three, two, one. How many states have an official state nut? Eighteen. How many peanuts does it take to make a 12-ounce jar of peanut butter? 250. Macadamia nuts take a while to reach full maturity. How many years before they are ready to harvest? Four. Pistachios are big business in California. In the billions, how big? Five billion. Americans are nuts about nuts. In pounds, what is the per capita consumption of nuts nowadays? Eighteen. Okay. All right. Put you on hold. Bring Jim back in for the same category. Going to danger Will Robinson. Going to record his time of 37.4. I finished Lost in Space, the new one on Netflix. And? Last night, absolutely loved it. Oh, good for you. So glad to hear that they renewed it for a second season. Mm -hmm. Nerd. Really enjoyed that series. I watched Carbon, uh, Altered Carbon before that, liked it. But then I watched Lost in Space. Then I loved it. Oh. Yeah. Finished it. Jim, I recommend giving it another go. No, I, was, I didn't. I, I watched half the first episode. Yeah, that's not enough to decide. No, I didn't. I didn't decide. Uh, I really yeah. didn't decide one way or the other. It was right. just okay. I watched. You know, I, I, it wasn't like uh, I'm not watching this anymore. No, mm-hmm. you get through to the first episode, then you know, I, for me, I enjoyed it. Anyway, you ready to go? Sure. What do you got? Nuts. A category about nuts. It's called Ah uh, Nuts from Brad. 
Facts and figures about assorted nuts and such. Okay. All right? Sure. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. How many states have an official state nut? 22. How many peanuts does it take to make a 12-ounce jar of peanut butter? 700. Macadamia nuts take a while to reach full maturity. How many years before they are ready to harvest? Five. Pistachios are big business in California. Mm -hmm. In the billions, how big? Six billion. Americans are nuts about nuts. In pounds, what is the per capita consumption of nuts nowadays? Twelve. Wow, Nelly. Good time. However, Jim, on your time, I am now adding five seconds, something new. I'm calling it a handicap. Only for you. Mm -hmm. We add that to your... (gasps) Ooh. Ooh. A lot closer now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How confident am I of my answers? Add a second. I will add one more second. Oh, we'll see. Six-second handicap. Okay. What about one more after that? What about one more after that? No. All right, All right, bro. You're too anxious. See, you both sounded too anxious. Okay. That. How do we? How do I sound anything about other an, than boring? Uh, well, every now and well, again. you kind of. You had a little bit of oomph in that last one. How rude! <laughs> <laughs> an anxious <Wait>. bore. <laughs> did you robot. really say how do I sound anything other than boring? Yes, yes. you did. That whole exchange <laughs> was just bizarre. It's, it's called self-deprecation. <laughs> yes. Maybe it's a little too cerebral for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. he's saying you're dumb, mm-hmm. Jack. I know. They, so he quickly shifted out of self-deprecation and decided oh, just to Jack attack Depre- me. Jack yeah. deprecation. Yeah. Self-deprecation <laughs> to sarcasm, yeah. I see. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jim, ready to grade Classic. it? Move along, shall we? Here we go. All right, you are playing against Will. Thanks again to Brad for the category The category about nuts. How many states have an official state nut, Will said? 18. Jim? 22. The answer, five. Oh, Will gets a point. Damn. Yep. California, it's the almond. Oregon, it's, it's the hazelnut. Georgia. Ohio, it's the buckeye. Pecans. Alabama and Texas both have <laughs> pecan. How many peanuts does it take to make a 12-ounce jar of peanut butter? Yeah. Will said? 250. Jim? 700. 540. That's definitely Jim. Jim is closer. It's all tied up. That's right. Oh, boy. Works out to about 18 peanuts in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. 18, you say? Per sandwich. Interesting. Macadamia nuts take a while to reach full maturity. How long is that? Will said. Four years. Jim. Five years. 15 years. Jim no gets way. a point. What? Yeah, their hard shells are half an inch thick. Macadamias? You got it, ma'am. Huh. Pistachios are big business in California in the billions. How many known as a smiling nut, by the way, in Iran and the happy nut in China? How many billions does it make in California? Will said five billion. Jim six. The answer three point six billion. It's all time. Will gets it. Time game down to this. How nutty? Will how many what? Americans. They're nuts about nuts. How much in pounds? pounds. Uh-huh. Yeah. What is the per capita consumption of too, nut I'm nowadays? I'm too low on those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn it. How many? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will said. 18 pounds. For the win. Good guess. Jim said. 12. The answer? Four pounds. Oh, that's Jim it. Jim wins the game. Oh, 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 my goodness. Oh, Will. You snuck that one out. I am the greatest. I will win them. I can't lose. Woo. Remember, close only counts Jeez. in horseshoes, hand grenades, Oh, here we go. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Uh, another great win by well, Jim. Well, let's not go overboard. Oh, I'm going overboard. Wins and losses, how many? 51-21. There Ooh. we go. Let's get an update on the news right now. We'll switch it over to Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. 
<laughs> a Florida man has been arrested after he drunkenly drove into 11 cars at a Porsche dealership. Ooh. Oops. That's one expensive mistake, bro. Next, police in Pennsylvania are asking for help finding three men who stole items from the same smoke shop twice. Give them a little while. It sounds like they might be back soon. Finally, a man in England was caught on camera by a news crew running out of his house with a pot plant. Oi mate it's just a fish as it is. Headlines were brought to you by wearenotthebanks.com. And transmission. I think he meant ficus. <laughs> you got a ficus tree in your yard? The yard of the home you want to buy? Well, here's the deal. How are you going to pay for that new home? Uh, you need to find a lender, someone to lend you the money to buy a home. Go to wearenotthebanks.com. They are a direct lender, and they are mortgages made easy, can close in 30 days in mo- most cases. And now I have a certified home buyer program to get you ready to go before you even find the house. You can eliminate the doubt, compete against cash offers, and have the advantage in a multiple offer situation and close faster with wearenotthebanks.com. Regardless of your credit history, they can work with you. If you're military, they specialize in VA loans. If you're self-employed, they have a special loan program for you, and they will walk you through every step of the process. Brad Siebert and his team, they do a fantastic job Service second to none. You find them online. Here's the website. We are not the banks.com. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 8 DC album out there if I was okay. Back in black. That's it? Yep. Okay. Wow. That was quick. Yeah. Right. There's no doubt. It's definitely on the top ten, and it was the first one after Bon Scott died. I mean, there's great with Bon Scott, then you have Brian Johnson, but that was the first one with Brian Johnson, but every song on it, include this is one of it's just start to finish, it's awesome. Just, you know, smoke a fatty kickback and oh enjoy. Wow. Or get in the car and go driving. Not that you should drive high, but... We talked about uh, Tom Wolfe, who passed away a couple of days ago, the great American writer Tom Wolfe, and uh, who's always dressed to the nines, even when he sat down at his typewriter in his uh, Park Avenue apartment, and uh, would always put on a suit and tie before he went to work. And I can't remember what it was, but he had his own... He, has to, he had a, you know, pr- uh, type at least. I think it was triple space, but... 15 pages, something like yeah. that. In and a if three it took three hours, if he could get him th- away in three hours, fine. And, but that's the way he dressed. And he was known for being a snappy dresser. Now, it was a little Baroque in style, a little bit not. But he always he always made an impression. And uh, there was a line, uh, there's, a, there's a, you know comments about the impact that Tom Wolfe had on fashion. And somebody wrote, coming across a group of working journalists today, as Mr. Wolfe impiously remarked, at a 2003 lecture to patrons of the Mark Twain House and Museum in Hartford, Connecticut. 
was like something he said, the shape-up line for the homeless waiting for a free food giveaway at mm-hmm. church. <laughs> I mean, there was a time, mm-hmm. and uh, in this business and elsewhere, I blame it on the, uh, I blame it on the, uh, casual those Friday nerds over or... on the West Coast who came up with casual Friday. Mm-hmm. And then it went from hell in a handbasket from there. Because we certainly, uh, nowhere are people really, they don't dress up like they used to. I mean, not you know, suit and tie and the whole thing. And, no, right, right, right. You know, we've turned kind of into a nation of slobs, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Me included. You? I remember how I used to dress. Oh, you did. Yeah, the whole thing and the whatever and the tie. And, yeah. I wear jeans now that I don't wash for five days. I mean, Wait, I'm just. didn't you say that you can't same. fit in your other jeans? Oh, no. Oh. No. Do you have more I than refuse. one pair of jeans that you can wear? No, you this don't. is it. You're down to one pair. I'm down to one pair. Oh, uh, one pair, and they're going to be threadbare pretty soon. They're going to come out of the dryer, and there's not going to be anything there. All I'm going to have is belt loops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to reach in there, and I'm going to get out. some brass buttons and some belt loops, oh, you know, okay. just the waist thing, and that'll be it. There'll be no legs. Maybe a pocket. So <laughs> You'll see a pocket. <laughs> I'm just wondering whether the day will ever return when people just, you know, kind of Mm-hmm. Turn it around a little bit. I don't. Eh, probably you think? Nah, eh, I don't know. But he wore bespoke suits. He wore. Yeah, very. Cut, yeah, snappy. but he could afford them too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wrote some great novels. He made a lot of money. He sold the novels, the movie rights, and this and that. He was doing okay. When you've got a twelve-room apartment on Park Avenue in New York, you're doing okay. When you just started out as a reporter for the Herald Tribune. You know, and you work your way to to apartment in a twelve room apartment on Park Avenue. Something right. you did something right somewhere along totally the line. Totally right, yeah. So uh, yeah, he also tried out for the New York Giants. That's amazing to me. I think he was a standout pitcher. I can't remember where he went to school, and uh, the Giants called him up and uh, he tried out and they cut him. Nope. Oh. But I mean, simply if you're, I mean, simply the call up. You get a call up. To the baseball Giants. Big deal. Yeah, yeah baseball Giants. New York Giants at the time. Mm-hmm. You get a call up. You know, you know, you know. Uh, you're no slacker. Correct. Mm-mm. It's Jim Colbert show tomorrow between three and seven on Real Radio. Every Friday, we talk with Jim to see what's on uh, schedule. Speaking what's of slackers, on he's not slacker. This guy's always moving. No, but he was a guy who almost got called up. It's peripatetic. He's always moving around. It makes me very nervous. It's like, yeah, I don't know what it is. What do you got on tap tomorrow? Man, we got a ton of stuff. Just confirmed, uh, Jeff Triplett. Mayor of Sanford's going to call in and talk about uh, their decision as a city to allow live PD to come into town and start filming. He's going to call around three twenty. We have the producers of Deal or No Deal tomorrow. I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was against that. I thought the triplet wasn't too crazy about that idea, or maybe the police chief, because you know know they go ahead. You know they postponed the. uh, Are they? I guess uh, canceled or postponed the vote to allow them or not. Actually, I have not asked Jeff about his opinion one or the other. Uh, we're going to talk about how you come to that decision as a city. You know, do you want that kind of attention? And uh, we'll find out why they would or would not do that. I don't... Th- well, because He was quoted, or someone on the Sanford City Commission was quoted as saying, because I think the police chief is in favor of it. Some people on the city council, they're not in favor of it because they're saying... It took a very long time for us to restore any kind of a, or, 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 or gather a reputation for the police department after everything that was going on before and then during the Zimmerman case. And, you know, you've, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's a terribly great idea unless they're paying the city a certain amount of money for the privilege. 
Well, I believe there is uh, some a fee of some sort. I don't know how they label that. And of course, I don't want to. Uh, I wouldn't want to say what even a stab. I mean, I look. I, I'm kind of with you on that. I mean, if I was sitting on that board and it was my vote, I, I'd probably vote no because I can't imagine how it's going to help. What you already said is true. Already of you know a city that was kind of hemorrhaging integrity from the government down to the police departments and. Uh, you don't want the reputation of being unsafe, especially when you lean on quaint to sell your kind of product. You know, you don't, you know, quaint is not gunfight, you know, so I'm yeah, certainly I mean, not covered on that. Na- and certainly not covered on national television, you know? Yeah, it would be like, why do you want to come into Sanford? Because, all right, you want to come to, into Sanford, but you don't want to go into uh, Winter Park. I mean, I'm not, I mean, there is a disparity, I would think, maybe to a degree when it comes to a level of, you know, crime. There is a difference in the municipalities around Central Florida. So what is it? What's so great about Sanford? You know, they don't want to go in there and film because nothing's going on. They go to these areas because something is going on, and they think they'll get some great video. I would encourage them to say no. If you if you did not have, as the city, I should say, if you did not have the ability to at least get an idea of how this thing is going to be packaged on television, I mean, could you imagine? Right the possible disaster that's awaiting them as being labeled on national television where Trayvon Martin was killed. I mean, do you you really need that as, hey, here's Sanford, you know, the city that blank, 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 blank. Right. You know, do you, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a scab that is just about to disappear. (laughs) I can't imagine grabbing that thing with a pair of pliers and start tearing at it, you know? No, I don't either. Mayor Triplett and other members of the city council, the new uh, chief of police, you know, they've uh, they've spent a lot of hard-earned hours and hard work you know, restoring Sanford's reputation. I just don't see any any anything positive coming out of that at all. Downtown Sanford, there are more people going down there to, you know, to dine and to visit and hang out. And why why do anything to 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 tarnish what is becoming a pretty good reputation now? I don't get it. And here's the one thing I do know personally: complete transparency. I mean, I know Jeff Triplett personally. You know, Mayor Triplett, I, and he's a good guy. We played golf together. He's been in my house and played cards before. Right. And and outside of that, I would ask him. You know, just as a person in the government. I mean, I, I have no interest personally in the story other than I just when I read it, I was like, man, that doesn't seem like something I would want to invite. You know, it's almost like that curse. I know you're a you know sports fan kind of, but there's a curse about. Um, uh, you know, whether you're on the cover of this particular video game or, you know, and it just kind of follows you around. And I, I just simply wouldn't want that, again, that wound like re-he- or reopened simply when you have the ability to kind of keep it shut. But, you know, if there, here's the thing, Jim, because I don't have a dog in the hunt, I would be willing to listen to both sides of that argument and hear why they think it's advantageous to have a program like that in town. Yeah, I'd like. well, I would like to hear the argument about from anybody who says, hey, this is, we think this is a great idea, because I don't think any TV production company coming into a town is wants to focus on, hey, let's just show everything that's going on in downtown and, uh, you know, we'll go over to the lakefront, you know, and everybody's having a wonderful time, and pretty soon they're going to complete the loop around Lake Monroe. They're not, in, they're not, that's not their business. Their business is watching cops at night putting people in handcuffs, you know, and they pixelate some of the faces and 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 that kind of stuff yeah you know the other scary part of this jim to me is is you can't control how other media outlets cover it correct so you have you have oodles tmz like type sites out there who can take the footage take the still shots and package it up however they want if they have one bad situation that that, when that hits the national media again i just 
I want somebody to sell me an advantage to it. And, you know, again, I, when we're talking to uh, Mayor Triplett tomorrow, I simply want to know the process in which they use to make a decision like this. If it is a gross amount of money that could change the outlook of the city's kind of long-term plan, you could understand maybe making a boom. But it, I, I would think it'd have to be a pretty good amount of money, buddy. I haven't been to Sanford in, in quite a while, but, I mean, I read about the restaurants. I read about the, you know, the places to go drink and dance. And, you know, they got these markets downtown. I think they have a brand new, are they building this gigantic sports complex in Sanford? You know, so if you see something on TV, let's say, okay, uh, we're thinking about going to Sanford to take part in a blah 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 tournament, and then you see some of that nonsense where... You know, you're going. You're gonna. You don't want anything to interfere or have anybody have any second thoughts about visiting Sanford. I, I, I will make a. I'll make a wager right now if anybody wants to take it that they, the city mayor and the city council will eventually turn this down and say, no, it's not worth it. It's just not worth worth anything. Well, I don't think the postponement of the decision looks good for it coming around. But again, I, I am fascinated by the decision making process. I mean, you know, think about this, you know, five, six people sitting around going, well, does our city want this? Do we want television cameras rolling through the city again? And do we want to deal with this again? I, you know, I'd like to know the process of how you come to that decision. I think it's very interesting. Yeah. Going to talk about Shaq's house tomorrow. It's up for sale, you know. Uh, that's a, that, I, I hope somebody as cool as Shaq buys it. I really do. That's all I can say, Jim, because I've said it before. I'll say it a thousand times. He's the nicest, most famous person I've ever met in my 25 years of doing this. Uh, he's just a big, huge teddy bear. What you see is what you get, you know. Well, anybody that big can be a teddy bear because nobody's a, you know, nobody, nobody's going to hurt you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can, you can say, you know, you don't have anything to prove. It's like, you know, we've all been there, certainly in our younger years. You go into a bar, right? And there's always, you know, there's always two guys in there, you know, puffing their chests out you know, bumping up against one another. He doesn't have anything to prove. You couldn't do anything to him anyway. So when you're that big, because you know as well as I do, a lot of big guys are not the meanest guys. It's usually small people like me that are mean. (laughs) Hey. Got that chip. You got that, right. You got that chip on your shoulder. You have that inferiority complex. You're ready to fight anybody to prove something. I'm I'm not sure what it is. And the big guys, they, you know, they just sit there and say, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, I can wipe the floor with you. So why? There's no reason to be mean. There's no reason to, to get all, uh, all worked up about anything. You know, he's seven feet, 300 pounds in the day when he was in shape, you know, and and every ounce of that was lean. I mean, like I said, we saw him every Monday night for probably, uh, God, two years. Right. Every single Monday night he would come in, we would talk. His parents listened to the monsters. It was the craziest thing in the world. But, again, I, I just never saw that guy be anything other than what he told you he was and showed you he was from the onset. And on top of that, courteous, sweet, polite, uh, nice guy. I, I can't say enough good things about him. Yeah, I wonder what that means because, you know, he's known for coming – back to Central Florida on occasion. So what does that mean for Shaq in Central Florida? Sells the house and he doesn't come back? He's got to come back. He's all done. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe that's a bad sign. You know, his broadcasting career is through the roof. I mean, yeah. that that's with Chuck and him and going at it and him yelling, Chuck, Google me, Chuck, you know, and I mean, it's just they're having so much fun. I don't, I don't know what he needs the city for anymore, which kind of sucks, man. Now we lose Tiger Woods, we lose Shaquille O'Neal, some other great athletes that really kind of gave the city a, a neat little jewel in the crown and, you know, you know, different waters, I guess. I don't know. Hey, we still got Frank Viola. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we do. <laughs> you know. Good old Frank. He's not going to hey. leave us. 
I got another we got minute. Carrot, we got Carrot Top. We got Joey Fatone. <laughs> ever swimming in celebrity. There you go. Give me another minute. What else you got on tap tomorrow? Uh, so tomorrow we also have uh, it's, uh, Craft Beer Week. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, guys are coming up from, uh, oh, my gosh. Motorworks. Uh, Motorworks. There we go. Motorworks. I know the beers. I don't know the – yeah, Motorworks Brewery. They're coming in. Possibly Chelsea Handler. And we have a really cool thing for uh, Animal House tomorrow. Uh, the Snippet Clinic is coming in, and I think that's kind of self-explanatory. Okay, you got it. We'll be listening. Thanks, Jimmy. Have a good show. Thanks, Jim. Jim Colbert Show tomorrow between 3 and 7 on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... Good song. I like this song. New, old. What is yeah, this? It's new, Jim. Well, relatively new. It's Alice Merton uh, called No Root, and it's one of the songs that like we it. play on Real Music Weekends right here on Real Radio 104.1. It's a nice song. Good song. Good Thank to you. Look her up. Where's she Roots. from? Didn't they remake Roots? Did they remake Roots and it went nowhere? It was they, so good. I, loved I watched it. it. it was the a, remake. Uh huh. Yeah, watched the remake. It just didn't have the hype that the one in the 70s Because that's all we had to watch. Now Correct. there's so many things. Yeah, Who was in it? You know. Some black people? Who played Chicken George? Somebody famous. Who? I forget. <sighs> See? Well, he wasn't famous then, but maybe. I don't know. That Alice Merton person is a um, 25-year-old mm-hmm. uh, young woman from Frankfurt, Germany. Oh, well, good for her. Uh, I want to know about Roots. Okay. Oh, she okay. moved to the U.S. Because I can't remember that made. they remade it. I thought, <laughs> they, okay, they remade it. but Yeah, they totally they did. did. It was it super co- good. It was a limited-run miniseries. Yeah. Yep, like a week or Forrest Whitaker two. was in it. That's it. And Lawrence Fisherman. Fishburn. Did I watch it? I, I don't Fishburne. think I did. Oh. I did watch it. It was good. Me too. Better than 12 Years a Slave? 
I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't see that. But I do, I do remember you assigning us to watch it. And then after you watched a little snippet of it, you blew it off. And I was already sucked into watching it. And I watched the whole thing. And it was super good. But you can't remember anybody who was in it. No, I never can. But that's Black right. Black people. I, I, don't, I didn't say that. Jack did. But mm-hmm. I just, I what I do know is I watched it all the way through. And it was tearjerker. And it was it was very good. How did it end? With the third or fourth <laughs> generation of them. I think I may have, but I don't think it was this good. So it I was forgot violent. About it. I mean, the whipping parts were, it was, you know, yeah, you was, had to you know, oh, yeah. did, did one of those, look away. Oh. It was tough. I think maybe I did. Oh, for God's sake. Malachi Kirby. Oh, yeah, now I remember. You don't know who that is. No, but he played Kunta Kinte. He, I thought he was great. So great. Yeah. He's been in Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Oh, saw that. I yeah. did watch this. See? Mm-hmm. Now it's all a blur, I guess. Yeah, I didn't think it was that good, probably. Made no impact. Little impact. That No Roots song we well, just heard? It's Yeah, maybe it's... Be- Go ahead. The idea isn't as shocking to you because... You know the story. You know the story. That's right. Right, and, but I think in the 70s... But the book was better. The story had more impact. And and that's what we had to watch. Well, it had was more a impact big, because there, was was, a, there weren't as many channels where you could go this way, true. go that way. Not interested. I'll see it later. I'll record it. Whatever. There was no recording. It was yet, must right? see TV and, because it was a big deal. And it was one of those things where the family would watch it together. Right. But now it's oh, one kid's on her phone in her room, the other kid's doing something on the computer, and yeah, you cut know, that out. There's no Shogun. Never saw that one. Yeah. And I didn't see Twelve Years a Slave. I've always meant to watch it, but uh, I never got around to that it. That could be I, hard to take. I heard it was excellent. Yeah, yeah what's his name was uh, terrific in it. Brad Pitt, points. Uh, Damn it. You know, it was good in it. Any it was, of the uh, stories about that time? Don Johnson. Oh, really? He was in Django. You're talking about Django Unchained? <laughs> yeah, he was in that Another too. one with yeah. black people? Is that what you're confusing them? What? Really? Well, they deal with slavery. Oh, Malcolm sure. X, points, points. Spike Lee, one of the points. great dance uh, scenes of all time, movie history. That was great. That was I watched that recently, relatively recently. It's a good movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that scene was amazing. It was like wow, I like it, the it was a good movie. Wow, I'm yeah. going to see two separate comedians tonight, and it were at the Fringe Festival. So what, like they used Pink to be men si- and who else? They no, used no. to be Siamese <laughs> twins. But... No, no, no. Well, one's at seven thirty, one's at ten. Whatever, different venues. Different it's the ones. only way they could do different sets. That's they right. used to say we were attached at the hip, but uh oh, uh-huh. cut me, Mick. And it reminded <laughs> me. I got to do a show at ten thirty. It reminded me while I'm seeing two professional actors and stand-up comedians and you know art artists yeah. that Pinkman is doing a set at the Fringe as well. When? Oh, don't sell me yeah. out. Uh, next Thursday at the free outdoor stage. Mm-hmm. New think, material? Yeah, some new stuff. I think it's at like 9.15 it starts. He's getting nervous. He's scratching his beard. Yeah, I know, I'm scared himself. already. Uh, you'll see that when he's on stage, too. What time do you think you're on? I think it starts at around 9.15. I don't know when I go up, though. Oh, boy. That's, yeah, that gets figured out day of. Uh, each night, they're doing like a, a talk show at the end. Like I think in the free area, and 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 Ross Paget is actually hosting that. He's gonna be like the Johnny Carson each night, and they'll have different people on and interview. Them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a great idea. So and wait, so wait a minute. So somebody does a, a stand up, and then he might call him over to the couch. Yeah, because that's a big deal if you get called over by Johnny <laughs> to the couch. You know, that's a big big deal. 
I don't know how close to the sets. I think it might be at the end after the shows are done. Then they do kind of like this recap tonight it's show style. It's actually in the venue. It's not outside. Is it? This is yeah. Mm-hmm. The the show one or the comedian one? Can you give us an one. idea what the you know general generally a, a topic an observation that you're making in your routine? Is it um, about it's not about millennials again? Is it? Oh hell no! All right, mm-hmm. this is something. About Why are you saying life. it like that? You didn't like the millennial said he did? No. Yeah, yeah, the millennial. I'll be honest with you. Well, that's not your wheelhouse, you know. What? Wait, whose wheelhouse? James or or Pimpin's? To be honest, that is my wheelhouse. No, 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 that part is. But when you you see a comedian, if they say things that uh, resonate with you, uh, you often are the same age group going through some of the same life stories they could tell you could sort of relate to their thing. His millennial stories are not relatable to you. Yeah, when I was 18, I could laugh at any Youngman joke. <clears throat> you know, when I was, uh, you know, 20 years old, I could laugh at, uh, you know. What? Did you really, though? Yeah, I got it. You know, I understand that sometimes you don't get jokes, but, you know, I think uh, I do. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll just be <laughs> honest. The first time I saw Pingman, I said, this kid has really got some Potential talent. Potential here, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. on with the Monsters. The Monsters were doing, I don't season one, season two, or whatever. Yeah. And the Pinkman got up there to showcase his, his talent. And I'm sitting there and said, man, alive. Pretty good, huh? Like, if he doesn't look that funny on my program. Oh. But he, no, he right. really was very good. He was very good. Got a great response from the crowd. And I was very proud of him. You know, just kind of a big, almost a, that big brother. Yeah, that's my guy. You know, that's the. Hey, look at this. You know what I'm saying? Look at this kid. So then, um, <clears throat> a couple happened? of seasons later. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. That one was not good. He the monsters, twitchy, yeah. uh, you know, they do the same thing. Pinkman's up there, of course. And uh, I go because I want to see him. And I, it's Linda Bird, the big cheese here, you know, the big boss here. She's sitting next to me. And I turned to her and said, Pinkman's ready to come up. I said, not for nothing. This guy's really good. Okay. He's. he's He's funny. Watch this. And he gets up there, and uh, it was just not good. Are you saying it was a bomb? That's yes. when he didn't have the best night. That's when I... his future in this business was sealed. Well, that's <laughs> like every, you're not a real horse person until you fall off the horse. You're not a real comedian until you bomb a set or two. I still that's have fine. nightmares. It's fine. It was so, all right. It was all right. It wasn't. You're you know... supposed to have a, one that's a total bust. It's fine. So, you know, he, he got through with this set, and I just turned to, to Ms. Burt and said, I got to go. Time for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, boy. Uh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> but I give you credit. I, I, it's nerve-wracking, I guess. I, number one, I don't have the material. Number two, uh, I, I don't have the nerve either. I do not have that level of courage. I think it really takes, uh, you know, some courage to get up there and do that thing. Most definitely. Oh, stop it. There's a big difference between sitting by in a microphone and just, and just uh, with that stream of consciousness as opposed to getting up on a stage where you can see eyeballs looking back at you. Well, yeah, and you have to have something written, you know, or some some direction, bullet point, something. Uh, I would hope, rather than just getting up there oh, and yeah. hoping something comes to your head. Oh, yeah. you, well, you got to have a routine, it. of course. It's you a different, it. it's a different uh, type totally of totally different, different medium. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If I get stuck here, you know, I can always look to one of you and say, "Okay, I can recover here." That's right. Because anything they do, I'll be able to do better. Make fun of. Give yeah. me something. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me yeah. something, please. Come on, let's go. What's going nothing, on? Yeah. Anything. Nothing's happening. What here. else is going? Yeah. You know, when I say, yeah. whenever you hear me say, eh, "So what else is happening?" Yeah. That means like, okay, yeah. I'm tapped out for the moment. Jump in there and they go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, mm-hmm. with your, we'll just start okay. the damn game now. Roots. <laughs> roots. No. <laughs> Here's, uh, we're going to start the game. Mark, you ready to play So You Want a Winner? Oh, boy. I sure am. All right, let's, oh, uh, what, what are some of the prizes there, Mr. Pinkman? All right, we've got a four-pack of tickets to the Orlando Science Center. You can find out yeah. more at osc.org. A pair of tickets to Saved by the 90s, the world's awesomest 90s party at House of Blues. Yeah. This Saturday, go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. Pair of tickets to see Little Steven at the Hard Rock Live nice. tomorrow night. And a pair of passes to the advanced screening of Solo, a Star Wars story, May 21st at AMC Out. Oh, yeah. You, got two, you have two lifelines. Mr. Pinkman and Mr. Fritz has come into the studio to help us out with this. We'll at least get one question Bye. in before we have to break. So hold on. True or false? Brad's true or false? Uh, in 1946, China launched the Cultural Revolution, a radical as well as deadly reform movement aimed at purging the country of counter-revolutionaries. That was in 1946. Is that true or false, the start of the Cultural Revolution in China? Use lifelines if you want them. Okay. Uh, that's a pretty long question. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That usually means true, right? <laughs> Not, uh, Not like necessarily. That. Figure it out. Use a lifeline. Um, These guys are... Okay, let's do the lifelines. What do you think, hey, guys? Um, I'm going to say false. Fritz says false. Pinkman says... True, come on, Fritz. True. True, <laughs> says Pinkman. What do you want to do here, Mark? Love it when they're uh, no Cultural hey. Revolution, 1946 or 1966? Pinkman is the man. I'm going to go true. You're going to oh, go God. true. Here we go. That's your final answer? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. It was. I'm sorry, 1966. Mark. Another contestant for So You Want to Win upcoming... In a minute, on Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on! My NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off! So you want a winner. So Eddie, the shaman today, to help us out with uh, So You Want a Winner, but Fritz is here, Mr. Pinkman is here as well. Bill, you ready to play? Yes, sir. Here we go, buddy. Thanks for hanging in there. True or false, Justin Timberlake's The Man of the Woods concert was the highest-grossing single-day concert in Amway Center History. Is that true or false? I think it was true. All right. That's your final answer. There you go. Round two. Good luck to you. All right. You're the first one to make it a round two. And it's Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. Here's your question. Oh, baby. Four million. Make that three million eight hundred fifty-three thousand four hundred seventy-two to be exact. Sounds like a big number, right? That is until the Center for Disease Control makes it known that that number represents a 3% drop compared to 2016 and a 30-year low in production. More and more seem to be pulling out of the action. What is in decline? Mm -hmm. Wow, I forgot the question. That's a long... All right, um... Hell. Use a lifeline. Yeah. Take a lifeline. A sober one. Yeah. Is that the uh, the antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea, right? Or or chlamydia? Now check it out, bro. Pulling out, get it? Fertility, bro. That's your final answer. There you go, yeah. It is. It's the fertility rate has gone down, down, down. Yeah, bro. There you go, Bill. Here's the quote, and then tell me who said it, all right? You have lifelines if you need them. Here's the quote. Here we go. Quote, I've had so many blessings, but then there's this unlucky in love situation that's like a theme. Who said that? Gwen Stefani, Elizabeth Taylor, Jim Carrey. One more time, the quote, I've had so many blessings, but then there's this unlucky in love situation that's like a theme. Gwen Stefani, Elizabeth Taylor, Jim Carrey. Hmm. I'm heading towards Gwen Stefani, but can you give me a lifeline? 
Yeah, All I'll right. give you two of them. I'm in that kind of mood. Cool. Ooh. Here we go. Two <laughs> lifelines. Step forward, please. Who are the three again? I'm sorry. Gwen Stefani, Gwen Elizabeth Stefani. Taylor, or Jim Carrey, who said, I've had so many blessings, but then there's this unlucky in love <sighs> situation that's like a theme. Elizabeth Taylor is so obvious to me because she had seven husbands, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Jim Carrey. All right. Pigment says Jim Carrey. What do you think, Fritz? I'm going to go with Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. What do you think there, uh, Bill? Either one is a pretty good answer. Yeah. Mm. Got that right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go with uh, Fritz. Go with Fritz, who said Elizabeth Taylor. That's your final answer? Sorry, yeah. both wrong. It was Gwen Stefani. Damn. <laughs> hey, Bill had it right the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, Beth, you ready to play? Beth. All right, Beth, here we go. True or false, Beth, one in ten Americans with high blood pressure don't know they have it. Is that true or false? Um, I want to say that's false. That's that's there you go. That's say all it, you then. needed to do. Just say Round it. two. Here uh-huh. we go. Uh, that's Brad's in the news, and yours is a common bond, Beth. A tiger, a lemur, and an African fennec fox. Ooh. What do these three animals have in common? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prom in the jungle. You got it. That's all you need. Moving on to Brad's who said that. Good job, Beth. You're on a roll. Here is the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, I'm happy with my wiener. (laughs) Who said that? Steve (laughs) Carell? Huma Abedin? Jim Phillips? (laughs) I'm happy. Okay, do me this again because this is hilarious. I want to hear him say this quote again. Thank quote. you, Beth. Uh huh. Quote. Everybody, settle down now. Let's be serious about this. It's Brad's who said that. Quote: I'm happy with my wiener. Who said that? Steve Carell, Huma Abedin, or Jim Phillips? You have lifelines if you want them, Beth. Yeah, I'm gonna take some lifelines. Come on, my. Beth boys in the world. I'm going to say Jim Phillips. <laughs> Beth boys unite, Jim Phillips. <laughs> oh, my God. I have done this before. That'd be too long. obvious. I called you. <laughs> I mean, said it was you. Well, you okay. have to think about if Steve Carell said. I mean, you could think of Steve Carell saying, I'm happy with my wiener. Remember, he was in that uh, 40-year-old virgin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying. And Huma Abedin married yeah, to Anthony Weiner. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yep. Remember right. Huma sure. Abedin? Yeah, married to, to Anthony Weiner. Married into the Weiner family. Well, I just want you to think about it, Beth. <laughs> what do you want to do here? Steve Carell, yeah, Huma Abedin, Jim Phillips. We're going with you, Jim. All right. That's your final answer? Yeah, baby. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Happy with my Weiner. I knew it before you listed the names. How do you know? You remember <laughs> I remember this? him saying it. Oh. I've said it more than once. Yeah. Um, what else are you going to do with it? And he, he walks down the hall mumbling it to Stop himself. Stop it. That's not nice. It's true. My wiener, my wiener is oh. so greener. <laughs> you better, you if, if it's greener, you should have that looked at. Yeah. Six, <laughs> 27, Jim, wiener. Uh, <laughs> talk about that super bug going around. <laughs> and what is that all about? It's a, it? Yeah, it's a super gonorrhea. There was a case in Australia, uh, oh, okay. a, a last-ditch um, <laughs> medicine saved the dude. Mm. And the antibiotic of some sort? Yep. So are people just becoming more resistant to the I strain th- of gonorrhea? Yeah, that, that, bac- clap? that bacteria. Yeah. Y- yes. yeah. Uh, no, is it chlamydia? I don't know. Anyway, that strain is, is becoming super powerful. 
Yeah. So guys, just remember, safe sex. Because now, in order to get rid of it, they have to hit it with a hammer. Ow. Yes. That's the only way, that's the only way to kill it. Anti- antibiotics will not work. Nope. They take out a blacksmith hammer and uh, <laughs> lay it up on the table. Crush your dreams goodbye. See you later. It only hurts Ow. for about a year. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Then back to So You Want to Win Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A truck driver in left a waitress in Oklahoma $2,000 as a tip. Well, what a lucky lady. Maybe she was the mud flap girl of his dreams. Next, a 128-year-old woman says she's never lived a happy day in her life. She is from Russia thought so that's par for the course. Finally, an Ohio man told police he was hit by a meteorite. That's how you get superpowers. He'll probably bend the bars to break out of jail soon. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Orlando City travels to the 6 to challenge Toronto FC tomorrow. Coverage begins at 7.30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. And now back to the greatest game show ever. If you want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah, so you want to win them. I can say you want to win them. Let's get a win them. What do you say, Junior? You ready to play? Junior. I'm ready. Here we go, Junior. True or false? Environmentalists are cheering the effort sponsored by Weyerhaeuser to reforest the decimated areas of Brazil's rainforest under the Habitat for Humidity Project. Is that true or false? Use lifelines if you want them. That sounds false, but I'll use lifelines. You said false. That's all that matters. You're moving on to round two. Here we go. Jim is being very kind. Okay, let's go to Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here we go. This is nuts. Some hammered screwball bolts into a hardware store in San Diego County to complain. And the next thing you know, a decades-long tradition is forced to shut down. It was a rite of passage for youngsters as customers warmed up to the welcome treat that awaited them as they walked through the door. Hell's a poppin', I tell you. What's being turned inside out? This is wrong. It sounds like pastries, but I have no idea. Use a lifeline. What do you think, guys? I will. Uh, yeah, it seems like I will. Kind of... <laughs> they're not even paying attention. No, no. they're <laughs> absolutely correct, sir. sir. As a matter of That's fact, your you're moving ahead oh. because of your observation. They were paying no attention whatsoever. What's the answer, Mo? The answer was that the health department shut down free popcorn at the hardware store. Bro, we go. were popcorn. just about to say that. They yeah. had popcorn. Get it popping. Combined, pop they have yeah. one job. Here we go, Can't Junior. Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. It's the children who really turned me off. Who said that? W.C. Fields? Uh, I think it's Bob, Bob Saget, Saget yeah. or Jim Phillips. It's the children who really turned me off. W.C. Fields, Bob Saget, or Jim Phillips? Well, it sounds like Jim Phillips, oh, well, uh, but now, really? I, I'll, I'll use a couple lifelines. Uh, I'm going to go with W.C. Fields. I'm going to go with Jim Phillips. Wasn't a W.C. Fields who said never work with actors and small animals? Something like with that. children Something? or small animals. Children, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. So what do you want to do there, uh, Junior? W.C. Fields, Bob Saget, or Jim Phillips? It's the children who really turned me off. <sighs> what would you do to Jim Phillips? I'll give you a clue. Uh, it's not Bob Saget. Mm. All right. Uh, so it's either W.C. Fields or yours truly. You want to use your 50-50. All right, let's... Uh... Who's talking? You got two yeah, people who was on the that? phone? 
Go with Jim Phillips. I think I got two lines That's though. Your final You're right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, baby. I don't think you do. I think no, he he's had help. He had someone else on the phone. That's okay. Yeah, he's a winner. <laughs> Now, I don't remember saying that. But only one prize, Pinkman. Now, I remember saying I'm happy <laughs> with my wiener. Mm. But I don't remember that about children. But I like the line anyway. really turn me off. Moving on to uh, Ray. Are you ready to play, Ray? Yes, I am. Here we go, buddy. True or false, if your eyes are blue, you share a single common ancestor with every blue-eyed person in the world. Ooh. Is that true or false? Ew. It sounds like true, but I'll use a lifeline. All right. Use quick to get in those uh, lifelines. Uh, false. It does sound true. I'm going to go what with true. Think, Jim? I Jim, what do you uh, think? I can't. Uh, I can't. Uh, it's either true or false. That's the only thing oh, I can say. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm blue-eyed. You are. Same here. So let's uh, go with true. All right. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course, what? Of course. It's in the gene pool. Oh, boy. Yeah, hello. Hello, God ordained it. You're, <laughs> Thank you. You're all related? That's all inbreeding or something. You all have a common ancestor? Well, how rude. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we're, we're conquerors, blue-eyed people. Blue-eyed yeah. people. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Uh, you know, Viking stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go, sure Mo. Here's uh, Mo with Brad's in the news. Yeah, stories ripped from the headlines. Legalized marijuana, some people call it Mary Jane, have Californians reaching new highs. California reached another record high last year, and state health authorities are concerned. There is a social networking that's most common among people under 30, and it slipped through the public healthy health safety net. What is spreading faster than fake news? Mm. Yeah, spreading all right. You got me, uh, Lifeline. Yeah, what do you think, guys? I, I, I don't know, K2, like fake weed? I, I have no idea. Well, it has nothing to do with weed. Nothing to do with drugs? State health authorities are concerned. There's another new high in California. There's social networking that's most common among people under 30, and it slipped through the public health safety net. What is spreading faster than fake news? This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Computer virus. Yeah, it is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but is it an STD? That's your final answer? Got it, buddy. It is an STD. Good job. You are very smart. How? You got much help out of those lifelines, did you? Not much, no. Yeah, they suck. No. Yeah, here you go. Here's Brad, who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Let's get that prize, all right? Quote, it's taken a while for us to make small, subtle changes. Who said that? Pope Francis? Michael Flynn? Tiger Woods? One more time, here's the quote. It's taken a while for us to make small, subtle changes. Pope Francis, Michael Flynn, Tiger Woods? You have lifelines if you want them. I was going to go with the Pope, but I'll take a lifeline if that's okay. Who were the three again? Pope Francis, mm-hmm. Michael Flynn, Tiger Woods. It's uh, taken a while for us to make small, subtle changes. It definitely wasn't Tiger Woods, was it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with Tiger I, Woods. Yeah, I'm Golf go is a game Tiger of subtlety, too. sir. Yeah, they both say Tiger. Uh-oh. All right, well, let's go with Tiger in the, in the crowd, then. That's your final oh, answer? Yes, sir. Yeah! yeah. yeah. All right. There you go, All right, Junior. Good job there, son. His name is really Junior? No, that was Ray. Oh, so Junior was, was it the Ray? guy before. Oh, oh I sorry. See. Well, maybe it's Ray Junior. Right now, know. I have to give two prizes away. Oh, poor baby. We've been doing too well, Fritz. You got that right, Pinkman. <laughs> you can say that again. We've been doing too well, Fritz. <laughs> all right, we have one more contestant. All right. All righty. All right. Here we go. All right, Bob. You ready to play, Bob? Yeah. Okay. All right, Bob. Here we go. True or false? Studies show that sleeping in warmer rooms 
increases a person's chance of having a nightmare. Is that true or false? Oof. I'm going to say true, but I'd like a lifeline if I can get it. What do you think, guys? Can I hear it one more time? You may, Fritz. Studies show that sleeping in warmer rooms increases a person's chance of having a nightmare. The warmer the room, the more the nightmare. True or false, Fritz? I, ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to say true. Just, I don't know, something about sweating in sleeping bags. It's scary, scary. What do you think there, Mr. Pink? Uh, I think false. What are you going, what did you say? Pinkman says false. false. Oh, a split decision. So it's true or false. Studies show that sleeping in warmer rooms increases a person's chance of having a nightmare. You're the second to last player, excuse me. I'm just thinking about it. True or false? I'm not- I'm going to go with true. Okay. That's your final answer? Yes. I'm sorry. It's oh, false. No. Oh, Bob. They say colder rooms can prompt scary dreams. One more to go. Take sorry about that. Robbie, here we go. You ready, buddy? Ready to go. All right. Here we go. True or false? Stomach acid is capable of dissolving small pieces of metal like razor blades and paper clips. Is that true or false? Uh, lifeline. Lifelines? I'm going to say true. Same. I have no scientific backing. I just think... True. True. Okay, then. You think what? I I just think if you put a rusty nail in, like, Coca-Cola, it'll it'll clean it up. That's true. I mean, you can obviously drink Coca-Cola, so I'm going to say... Yeah, why not? Stomach acid. Pepsin. True. Points. True. That's your final answer? Yep. Yeah. All right. They wear these big rubber aprons. If they cut open, it just spurts out. Oh, God. Oh, that stomach oh, acid. Burn yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Here's uh, Mo with round wow, two. Wow, interesting tidbit there, Jim. Yeah. Uh, Brad's in the news is for you. <laughs> uh, these are stories ripped from the headlines, although I never heard this one. But uh, here, it, yours is a common bond. Uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Fargo, North Dakota, and Missoula, Montana. What do these three cities have in common, don't Ooh, you know? Yeah. Um... Okay, then. I'll do a lifeline. Lifelines? What do you yeah, think? Green Bay, Fargo, and Missoula. What do they have in common? They um, they all seem very, very cold. That's true, but that's not it. They the drink people. the most drugs, alcohol. They drink, drink the a lot. Most drugs. Yeah. They drink drugs all the time. Drinking mm. drugs. Are they? Drinking drugs. They're the he- they have the most bars per capita. No. We're dancing around it's it. It's the I opposite. Think. They're yeah. all they're all stone cold sober. No, they're Church all the, in Missoula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been They're all the heaviest drinkers in the United States. Oh, like fat? That's your final answer. Yeah, we're gonna give it to no, you. No, they are among those three. <laughs> yeah, are in the top the seven drunkest cities in America. Yeah. Cool. Get As a matter of fact, ten of the top twenty are in Wisconsin. That's oh, yeah, you got that right. There's Tell nothing to do what? there but drink a no, few. No, oh, no, it snows you in. You curl up with some cheese curds and some Milwaukee. Oh, sometimes yeah. you can't get anything. Or you go down to Mike's, you know, to get a couple of belts, and before you know it, you can't open the door and get out there. The drift is so high. We yes. got the squeakiest cheese curds this side of Missoula. Oh, cheese curds, yeah. Oh, I tell you. French fries and oh, gravy. Yeah. So good. You're Ooh. talking a good time. They sell them at the French. There's just, oh. Hey, All right, here we hey, go, baby. Robbie. Here, here's clue number. Here's uh, Brad Sue said that. Here we go. Quote, I want to thank you for your welcome. Thank you and your delicious wife for your warm welcome. Now, who said that? Hannibal Lecter, Emmanuel Macron, or Justin Trudeau? I want to thank you for your welcome. Thank you and your delicious wife 
for your warm welcome. Hannibal Lecter, of course, um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Emmanuel Macron, who's the president or prime minister of France. Or Justin Trudeau, who's the prime minister of Canada. I want to thank the second you. one, the prime minister of France. Uh, you sound you very know. confident. Mm. I, want I am confident. You don't want a lifeline? Yeah. No. No, no desire for a lifeline whatsoever. This guy is so confident. I like it. I like it. That's your final answer? That's my final answer. I will give you five seconds Ooh. to change your mind if you want to. I'm good. That's your final answer? <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Good job, yeah. When did he say that? Without hearing the choices, I would have guessed shot doctor. He said it like a week after he met with Trump. What was the quote? He called the, the I want to thank Australian... you for your welcome. Thank you and your delicious wife for your warm welcome. Oh, mm -hmm. he no, he said that it was this in Australia, time. right? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Right. Yeah. Right. To the Australian prime minister, I think. His his wife. Open up that connection to Boomerang Bob. He's now in Perth. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. <laughs> What's the deal with Emmanuel Macron and uh, describing who's... Uh, Melania. What was, what was he? No, what, no, no he's no. the Australian oh, Prime Minister's wife. Trump yeah. and Melania. Yeah. How do you take that, Boomerang? What do you think? So get this. This moon bread-eating bastard comes down to our continent, scoffs, says how you film a penal colony of England, <laughs> laughs in our face, and calls the Prime Minister's wife delicious. Can you believe that? He said she looked like a straight-up scare of shrimp off the bar. <laughs> oh, my. Didn't you take it as a compliment, I Bob? tell you what, if no. I had a boomerang at that meeting, I would have bounced him right up out of here to Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. How things going with the divorce? Well, he took me trailer, Wolby Wallace did. I'm out. Uh, I'm living with me mum now. Are mm -hmm. you? Yes. How's uh, that going? Uh, it's good. She doesn't let me stay out past nine most nights. Mm -hmm. Saturdays, I'll get till 9.30. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, you know, make it down to Dingo Danglers, have a few beers. Yeah, Dingo Danglers. Dingo 4X beer, do you? I, tr I try my darndest. Why do, you what? Why do they call it 4X beer? I don't know. Because Australians can't spell beer. Strike three. I think that's oh, insulting. It's an old, old joke, but I'll be here until seven. Very true. Never learned how to read or write. <laughs> Only learned how to talk. And, uh... Have yeah, a radio that, show. So where that, are you? Yeah. You're in Perth now. What's the next stop? I he's in Canberra. Canberra? Where oh, are you going there? there? No, he's in Perth. Well, I'm in Perth now with oh. me mum. Yeah. I'm trying to save enough money for a bus ticket up to Canberra. And, uh... Not many buses out here, so I might <laughs> start walking. Start walking. walking. That's a yeah. long walk, gonna don't you think? Go take a walk about. I'm going to go see this rabbit fence everyone says so much about. <laughs> you know, keeps them, keeps them over in West Australia. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the rabbit fence. <laughs> well, good luck on your journeys, Boomerang Bob. You know, we like to check in with you every once in a while. Uh, it's a pleasure talking to you, Sam. All right. Take care. Oh, boy. Yeah. You got that right. Oh, I just I tried to put him on hold, and I couldn't do that either. And he gets funnier and funnier when he's sadder. You know, like living with his mom now, he's just a, he's a joke a minute. I'm telling you. Uh. Who said that's sad, living with your mom? <laughs> Saving money, bro. He sounds a little sad, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it.
That's what I meant to say. Still sounds pretty broken up, though, about mm. that divorce. He does. He doesn't sound good. I think he's hurt. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's ever I mean, going to be the same I mean, he's stuck in Perth name. now. You know, he was... No one wants to be stuck in Perth. That's oh, Perth is nice, I think, Oh, isn't come it? on. I don't Get off there. it, Jim. I'd rather be stuck in Prague. I think I'd rather be stuck in Perth. You would? Yeah. It's the bedroom community of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. It's the villages of Australia. Oh, yeah. Everybody awesome. wants to go there. I mean, they're dying to get out of Sydney and head for Perth. Uh, what else is you, happening? You know quickly? what they, they don't have in Perth or Prague? What's no. that? Pride. Beer America. Ooh. Where we're celebrating American Craft Beer Week this week. Mm-hmm. Sabrina and Sea Lane this Saturday will be 